Too many options, I'm good as she fried Knowing you probably didn't do what you want All of my dollars look good in the sun I go way, way up I keep it cutting no stakes in my lawn You can try to take my chance if you want I'll be cool and know it's nothing but love We go way, way up What's going on with you, baby? Listen, man, I'm going to show this off just so I can talk real quick But let me, <laughs> let me shout out uh, my boy Donnell and his wife her, her, and, and her store I got the Stay Dangerous shirt Always, hashtag You already know what it is mm-hmm. And y'all know 2020 been trash, so <laughs> Got the mask <laughs> Both, both I- of them made Both of them made by our boy Donnell. One out of five stars. Shout out to Donnell, too, as well. Shout out Donnell, man. He's yeah, hustling yeah. out here. Absolutely. Yo. What's going on with you? Welcome to the Words Never Spoken podcast, people. It's been a, a, a long time coming. Hey. I've been talking my trash for a minute now. Mm-hmm. Um, but trying. And, and, <laughs> right. <laughs> trash, but I'm trying. <laughs> Merch on the way. Um, but now it's time for a podcast, you know what I'm saying? Because I got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, why words never spoken? Why is that the title? Well, it started off as uh, a mixtape series that I was going to do, and then I decided to quit rap. So I didn't drop the mixtape series. Uh-huh. Recorded the whole mixtape, never dropped it. Um, I blame it on the engineer, but we're not gonna go there. For <laughs> <laughs> another pot. All right, bet. I um, get the, we ain't getting semantics. Yeah, I ain't going to say his name neither. Um, <laughs> not today. I'll say it in another podcast. But, um, yeah, so Words Never Spoken, uh, it was about my life since 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh, many people know 2008 is when I lost my mom. Uh, that's when... R.I.P. A lot of stuff in my life started changing. I don't I don't necessarily say that's when my problems began. It's when I started recognizing that I had them in the first place. Mm. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, it's real. It's real. Yeah. So, uh, that's what that is. So, Words Never Spoken is now going to be the podcast where we can keep an open and real dialogue on everything going on, but we also want to always keep a focus on mental health in the black community. Absolutely. Uh, you know, whatever we're going through, let this be a therapeutic place, just like BNY. Shout out BNY. That's our sponsor. Hey. You already know the studio. You can tell but where we at. You know, I'm on home. a gold couch today. You know what I'm saying? Got Rick on the gold couch. Shout out to Rick. Uh, joining me, co-host for my first episode. And um, I mean, I thought I thought to you right off the bat. I mean, why is mental health so important to you? You know, and being why we got mental health Sundays, mm-hmm. which you started. Mm-hmm. Why does why is it so important to you? So before I even answer that question, first of all, man, I am extremely proud of you. Appreciate that for throwing yourself out here doing this podcast. Um, we talked about this for weeks. Yeah, and I'm just glad I'm. We have the ability to do something to support that. Hey, man, um, I love the space. Thank absolutely. Pre- the space, appreciate your friendship. Yeah, man. Appreciate everything you've done for being why. Um, he's not leaving being why, ladies and gentlemen. No, no, no. no. I'm <laughs> he's here not, to stay. He's not leaving being why. That's our hero for life. Yeah, he's permanent party. He, he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> uh, but no, nah, I'm, I'm I'm all for all my boys doing their offshoots, doing their own podcast, and I'm glad that sure. you and me finally, uh, we finally made this happen with me on here with you, too, as well as a yeah, uh, co-host. Yeah. So, it's only right. It's only right, baby. So, um, you asked me a question yeah. when it comes to mental health. Uh, I'll tell you my story, but let me uh, start just by thinking mental health in the black community. Yeah. For many years, it was just like a taboo subject. Just don't, right. just don't talk about it. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah little, 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 Ray, little Ray Ray having issues, but yeah, yeah. exactly. We ain't, we ain't worried about that right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. G- going to therapy, you know. What is therapy? Exactly. Well, you, you, you ain't a man. Exactly. Exactly. You said toughen up. You ain't a man. You don't go to therapy. Yeah, exactly. You better, you know better, 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 better toughen that shit.
Oh yeah, cry in the dark. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So nobody could see. Yeah, we don't want to exactly. see that shit. Hundred percent. Yeah. But as time is going on, we realize that we can't keep that bottle up because it comes mm-hmm. out in negative ways. Yeah. And for me, getting to my own personal story, um, two thousand. Uh, Oh, I got a planes flying over top. Mm-hmm. Sorry, everybody. Uh, 2012, I got back from Afghanistan. And, you know, about a month passed. You know, everything was solid, you know. And then all of a sudden, I started doing things that I knew that was normal to me. Mm-hmm. I started almost like, I don't know if anyone's ever had like an out-of-body experience. Yeah. But that's what it kind of felt like. But I wasn't like near death or anything like that. It was just me just like day-to-day life. Yeah. Um, Me Getting going back to... Trying to get back to just getting back to normal, yeah. Being home, yeah. Everybody talk about, uh, you know, see all over the internet, carrying this, carrying that. Yeah. Man, I tell you what, I'll be straight up with you. I was fucking carrying this one, this one point. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I, we put it out there, we put it out there. I was in, this, I was in um, a, um, a med clinic, and they, um, I was sitting there for maybe like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm just get antsy. I'm like, I need to get the fuck out of here, take care of this and go. <laughs> and the person, someone that came before or after me, went before me. And I went to the front desk. I just let him know exactly how I was. I mean, leave that to your imagination how that went down. <laughs> it wasn't pretty. But as time went on, too, as well, um, I even get more specific. Um, Christmas that year, um, I completely fucked that up mm. myself. Um, I, I, was, I, was, I was drinking a little bit, but I mean, I'm drinking now. Now, everything's good. But then it was like that combined with everything I was going through mentally. Right. It, it wasn't a good combination. Yeah. Um, you know, and I was, of course, I was able to recover with that. From there, it showed me that the people that was there, it's like, Rick, you really need to get some help. Yeah. And it's stories in between from that month, too, as well, uh, till Christmas. But right, it's like, right. Rick, really get the help. Stuff and then, led up to it. Yeah. Exactly. And I was like, all right, bet. So I really went out. Um, I sat down with the mental health, um, I guess, a therapist, physician. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what their proper title is. But and we I, we just talked. And I realized it was just talking about it because I never yeah. talked about it. It was like, wow, it actually felt really good. Yeah. Just a bounce idea so over somebody, and after that, it's been upswing. Now, with that being said, though, I consider mental health to be like like a uh, physical health. Like everybody champions, you know, exercise this and the third, do that. But we can't, you can't say that without ignoring the mental side of things. Right? Like me, it who knows? It don't matter. If I may, yes, yeah, exactly. I may just check myself at therapy next week, not because I think I need it. Like mm-hmm. I'm like going through some things, but it's just good to talk about it. Yeah. But with you and me being on a podcast. It helps out a lot, so hundred percent, absolutely. A lot of people have a uh, the wrong idea when it comes to therapy too, though. Like, I never knew what therapy was um, until my cousins actually went. And so the crazy thing is, like, when my cousins went, honestly, I should have been going too. But this is why I I say the importance of it in the black community, mm-hmm. right? Because so what happened was November two thousand seven. My uncle passed away, my cousin's father. R.I.P. He passed away from cancer. Then turned around in February 2008. That's when my mom passed away. Mm-hmm. Sudden from a car accident. Wasn't expecting it. Jesus. My aunt put my cousins in therapy. We never went, though. And my, on my side, we never got put in therapy. I was at that point being raised by my grandparents and my aunt and uncle, but we never got put in therapy. We never even talked about any of it. Like, we just went through life as if nothing happened. Mm-hmm. We just kept on going. It's like, just keep pushing. Like, deal with it, you know? And so, it wasn't for years 
that I ended up hearing that my cousins even went to therapy. I didn't even know they went at the time. Mm -hmm. I'm out here wilding. I'm doing whatever I want. Like, I'm rebelling. I was um kind of making music, but not seriously doing Like, I didn't really care about it like that for real. I wasn't talking about my problems in my music. I was rapping like everybody else. Like, I mean, we talking about 08, 09. Everybody wants to sound like Wayne and Drake. So that's what I was doing. I got to hear some of those records, by the way. (laughs) 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 But trying. I think they're they're deleted. I don't even know if I still have any. Hmm. Actually, there there are some on Facebook. You dig, find which Facebook page it's on, you might be able to hear it. We're going to put the words never spoken investigators on (laughs) it. So, but then, Mike, my cousin went to therapy. Um, My cousins went, and I hear people talking about therapy, and what they told me is a lot of their therapy was simply learning how to process when things happen. Mm -hmm. And by learning how to process when things happen, of course, you can't avoid things happening. There's nothing we can do to avoid them. Like, it's just it's the world we live in right now. Everybody's imperfect. Everything is is just what it is. But when things come up, now you know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. Like you know what steps to go through in your mind to not be in this terrible slump. And they're like, that's something that I got to work on now. Like I have to find a therapist. I don't have a therapist yet. Right, right, right. In this area, you know what I'm saying. I got to find one. Um, but shoot, man, I've been. Since uh, since like Saturday, I've been in the slump. Like I looked mm. up on Saturday, I looked around my room. I noticed like my bed wasn't made. I had clothes that I had just washed. Just they were folded. I just took them out of the uh, the hamper because <laughs> I washed at my grandma's house. Mm. Got them home, took them out the hamper, just threw them on the bed. I ain't put them up or nothing. When I need to go to sleep, I just push them, mm. push them over yeah, to the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. Go to sleep <laughs> Like But then Saturday Like I just stopped For a minute And I just like What is going on I just got like Dumb low Didn't have no energy mm. Like didn't have time to Like I didn't even have the energy To try and pull myself up Like And for me Like the type of Type of person I am I don't I don't express it Well like I, I don't reach out to people very well because I know people got a lot going on in their lives and I don't feel significant enough to be interrupting anybody's life. Okay. With can, my I inter- stuff. can I interrupt you right there? <laughs> <laughs> this is my thing right here. I don't care if I talk to you once a year. I haven't talked to you in three years. If you're going through something and you need just somebody to call, feel free just to hit me up. I got you. And not to mention you over here. You, I'm we, we, yeah, we over here every Friday. We over here right now throughout the week. Um, we've ate together, drank together, yeah. came to studio sessions with you too as well. Yeah, yeah you so, ever going through anything? At least, at the very least, my phone is always free for I you. I got you, absolutely. Now, so my thing is this though, right? Huh. I won't hit people directly, but I'll send, except for on Facebook. I don't cri- do it on Facebook, which is why you don't see it. But I'll send like a what I call a distress call. Basic. So I'll post a I, I posted something on Twitter. I was like depressed, but lacking the energy to change it right now. Mm. I took a screenshot, posted it in my Instagram story, posted it in my Snapchat story. 
Right. That's my that's my way of sending the distress call. Okay. So that way, which is fine, by the whoever way. Whoever sees it, you know what I'm saying, and wants to help, it gives them the opportunity to do so. But can't nobody say I didn't say nothing, except for the people that I didn't say it to directly, or who didn't have me on those forms of social media. But you know right? what though, I think that's completely fine. The way you go about that, I just there's I, no wrong wrong way to go about it. It's all I could. It's all I can't. Like I don't. First of all, I don't reach out for help for anything. Like I'm, I'm bad at that. Like, Mm -hmm. I will have past due bills, and I will not ask for help paying them because I don't want to feel like a a a a user. Like, said juvenile. I was with, (laughs) I was with a girl. The problems on my hand. I was bills. I ain't been paying. Y'all, people know people know her by Kansas from some of my songs. And while me and Kansas was dating. I was living down in Kansas with her, and her mom was there and her grandfather. Mm-hmm. And her mom was 50-something years old, still living with her 70-something-year-old father, can't keep a job, don't pay none of her own bills, Damn. don't got a car, mm. just living off of her 70-something-year-old father who could croak at any moment. Like, dude is in his upper 70s. Life could happen. He still take care of his kid. And he's still taking care of take care of her, and like I was like I would never be, <laughs> I don't care if I would be homeless and make it work before, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm using somebody. That's just like that's just how I am. Whether that's good, bad, toxic, whatever, that's just who I am. No, nah, I don't think that's a bad thing. When you said that, like you want to find a way to make it on your own, regardless. Like you yeah. want to, you, you want to leech off of somebody. I've lived out of my car before. Yeah. Like, I respect that. I, I've I, like, I get it. I've done it on my own. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. I've been homeless. Like I've been there, done that. Like I eventually I went back to my grandma with you know my grandma's house with my grandfather and you know what I'm saying they always there for me. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to always like resort to that, especially not now. Right, you know right, right, right. So yeah, I yeah. figure it out. I make something happen. But um, anyway, back on topic. Yeah, so I don't reach out. I don't ask for help like that. It's not my thing. Mm-hmm. Send out my distress call. I got one little peeve that irritates me, though, right? Uh-oh. I'm a giver. That's just who I am as a person. You love I too give. much. I give. I give. Hard mm-hmm. on my sleeve. Hopeless, romantic. All mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. But I always give, right? So, it. I don't know if anybody watches Naruto. Right, I don't know if anybody watches. I'm a Naruto. I'm a fan. I haven't watched as much as I would like. Okay, so Naruto is the type of person who, if he meets you, as long as you're not on some sideways stuff, he normally your friend instantly. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. he's always he he's friends first, and if you come at his people or him sideways, then he he bought that action. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. I'm like Naruto. I make friends like that. Like, that's just what I... I connect with people, no matter the situation. Yep, yep, living proof. As, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I meet you the first time, you either hate me or you love me. We either friends or you don't ever want to invite me to anything you do ever again. There's no in-between with me. So the people that I consider friends, like, I get closer to people quicker than they'll get closer to me. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'll have an idea of our friendship being here and in their mind it's more like here (laughs) 
And that becomes a problem when in times of my mental distress. Because when they're going through stuff mm-hmm. and I'm prioritizing them because they're here, but then when I'm going through stuff, mm-hmm. I'm looking around and I don't see nobody because these niggas all down here worrying about their own little stuff, mm-hmm. whether it's important or not. And so the problem with the way I do my distress call is I see who sees it. That's true. And so when I see who sees it and see that that person didn't reach out or say nothing, I'm like, oh, dang, I'm chopped liver. All right, cool. Guess we not as cool as I, as I thought we was. Like, How often have you seen that? Um, there's some people that I've just like completely like disassociated myself from. All right. Uh, that I don't talk to There's other people That I have allowed To stick around And Even if I don't have The conversation with them I just readjust The way I view The relationship mm-hmm. um, But It really depends on the person okay. It depends on the person How I react And how I handle it um, <laughs> There was one person In particular Who saw my distress card didn't say nothing for days. And it hurt. And it hurt. It 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 made it worse though. That's the and that's where the issue comes in. Of me not knowing how to process these things on my own is then I see that and it's like, oh, so you really don't care for real. Like I reach out to you to check up just to see if you good. If you if I don't hear from you in two or three days, because yeah, we normally talk. Uh-huh. So if I don't hear from you Over two or three day span I'll call If you don't answer I'll shoot a text Just checking in mm-hmm. Making sure you're good mm-hmm. So if you see That I'm If I say I'm depressed And it don't really matter In what form I say If I say I'm If I say I'm depressed mm-hmm. It shouldn't matter What comes after that Whether I have the energy To f- pick myself up or not you should be hitting something back. It it could be as simple as, "Hey, hope you good." My no, my my phone's open if you need me. Yeah, yeah, I had, yeah. bro, and and the whole reason for me telling this story is, to, bro, check on your friends. That that's the whole point of this. Like, check on your friends, even your strong friends. So, I had people who I worked with seven, eight years ago. Hmm. We don't even talk on a regular. I just worked with her at a Starbucks. And she hit me up. She saw it and was like, virtual hug. And sent me the little hug emoji. That was enough. Like, it could be something as simple as I had another homie who, and I say homie, we don't even talk like that. Mm-hmm. Like, we've met in person once. And we've hung out once. But we talk from time to time, like we'll comment on each other's Snapchat. Like he's a photographer and he's in the fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, he like he loves music, mm-hmm. so sometimes I post like snippets of my music and he'll respond. You know what I'm saying to the snippets. He hit me up like twice, checking on me, making sure I was good, mm. giving me encouragement. So if people that I don't talk to like that can hit me up, then the people that I do talk to on a regular basis could hit me up. 
Well, you know what they say In times of need You really see who's in your circle You really see who's around you You do Yes and no Because I don't I don't I don't also I also don't condemn All the people who Didn't hit me up Like It depends Like I'll see Because if it's somebody Who on the regular Will hit me up Even when I'm not posting Right, right, right Like I got a homie Who Y'all and me here in a second That like, I could just he could tell, you know what I'm saying? So like, I don't have to post nothing sometimes, and sometimes I will, or sometimes I like we'll just be riding and I'll just tell him what's up or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, when I've when I've gotten over whatever situation, I stop thinking about it. But he don't know. He hit me up to check up on me a day or two later. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So like people like that, I don't really, I don't really be tripping on if if. If you respond to a social media post, because I know you're gonna be there regardless. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Those yeah, type exactly. of people gonna be there, but it's the people that I'm always checking on. They don't check back on that you. That ain't checking back. Yeah, that shit hurt, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just be like, that shit hurt. Guess it ain't what I thought it was, and I can't even say no names. I'm gonna talk to you. I'll, I'll tell you off the pile who I'm talking about. <laughs> I can't even say no is names. This, is this somebody pile. I know? Yup. Oh. Yeah, bro, that's wild. But anyway, it happened. That's life. Person did hit me up a few days late, though. Like, it was like on. Oh, yesterday. Yesterday. I ain't answered the phone, though. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. They see his pockets. They they don't know when it comes out. Yeah. I just didn't have the energy. Nah, I get it sometimes. Um, I put like this, man. I ain't got all the answers. I don't. Um, what I can say is for that I know you do have a solid circle. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely got a team around. I would say that instead of, um, I mean, it's, it's good. It's also good therapy to a social media just to throw things out there yeah. as well. I have no problem with that at all. Like, like when it comes to mental therapy, there's really no like book. I mean, there are right. books out there, but however you need to go about it to get yourself right is how you go about it. Um, I would say um, definitely lean on that circle a little bit more too as well. Yeah. That's they there for. And I, I know you say you don't want to reach out for help, but I know I don't. Yeah, like, but I think that part of mental health is also like telling people, like, "Hey, I have an issue. Help me," or "I just may need to talk to you a little bit," yeah. or even it ain't gonna be about me. Like, "Hey, I'm going through something." It could be like, "Hey, bro, what's up? Hey, what's going on with you?" And y'all talk about, I don't know, a game or something like yeah, that, or like whatever. yeah, talk just about a new a song you're thinking of, something like that. And that yeah. itself is therapy. So yeah, it's multiple ways to go about it. I put it a lot in my music. Like, I, I started mm-hmm. using like music, like. Everybody know everybody that talked to me know that I have a a a very biased um opinion and relationship when it comes to Juice World because when I was going through one of my lowest points I just had a breakup girl I was ready to propose to like mm-hmm. I bought the ring and everything I was mm-hmm. ready to propose to Shorty um she was on her fluke stuff y'all going to know the story y'all listen to, if y'all look go listen to hello there it tells the whole story. Remix coming soon. Oh, Don't worry about that. But uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right, right. He on it. He on it. Um, and so like, and then like a bunch of other stuff just started like flooding me. Like I started remembering trauma from years ago, mm. like from when I was a kid. Stuff that I had never healed like, from. Built, I built walls to completely forget. Bro, I got parts of my childhood I have completely forgot on purpose. 
Mm. Like, I don't remember half the trauma I went through on purpose. Mm-hmm. But then this summer, after that breakup and other stuff started happening, I just started like, like something would trigger and one of the walls would break down. And I'd be like, dang, I went through that as a kid. Yo, that hurt. Like, do you think you ever healed from it? No, of course not. Mm-hmm. Just built a wall. Mm-hmm. Jones was just banging on the wall for 12 years. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, <laughs> it's just trying to climb the wall, trying to break out 12 years, and finally did it when I was weak enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't strong enough to hold it anymore. And it just happened. Like, it, I would just break down. But that summer, I, I spent that whole summer listening to Juice World and Triple X. Uh, that's all I listened to that whole summer. And, like, that music got me through my lowest points. Like, I was ready to, and it's the most unconventional, like, pill to take if you try to kill yourself, and it's stupid. But all I had was no dose. I ain't have nothing else at the house. Well, hold a second. You try to do, what did you try to do to yourself? I was, about to, about, here? I was about to down a whole bottle of no dose. What year was this? This was. 2018. That's two years the ago. Summer of 2018. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Now tell your story. Go I on. had a whole bottle of Nodos and I was sitting in the basement and I was like, I was like big on um, on YouTube gaming at the time. I was playing 2K a lot, so I didn't sleep. It was just why I had the bottle of Nodos mm-hmm. so I could stay up all hours of the night and do what I was doing. And, um, I was chugging <laughs> chugging monster energy drinks left and right. So like I had down in my station I had the I had my desk, had my compute my monitor, my computer, uh four or five bottles of monster, bottle of no dose, and one bottle of water. Only time I used the water was to take the pills. <laughs> I never drank water. Mm-hmm. Just drank the monster the whole time. Literally run twenty four, forty eight hour cycles of no sleep. Just doing whatever. Jesus Christ. One night, I was like, I was like, I was in my bed, and I was just like, and my my uh, my great grandmother had passed, um, like the just recently, and um, I was just like, bro, what's the point? Mm. I was like, what's the point? Like. Mm-hmm. Will people even miss me? Like what? Like who? Who's going to even remember Austin Tolls at this time? You know what I'm saying? Like that's what's going through my head. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I could literally just like take this whole bottle of no dose, and I know it's going to do something detrimental. Like I don't know how my body's going to react. I just know my body is going to react. Mm-hmm. And I like. I went to my bedroom, took my bottle of water, took the no-dose, sat down in my bed, started crying and just cried myself to sleep. Never got the chance to eat. Like, I never even opened the bottle. Like, mm-hmm. I just started crying and just fell asleep. I woke up the next day, like, with the bottle on the floor and my water bottle in the bed. And it was just like, dang, that really just happened. I really, get, like, I got far enough to actually, like, thinking about trying and so like I mean I ended up writing a poem that I turned into a song Mm -hmm. but 
it was just that whole that whole process was was like deep. And then I started listening to Juice World. And Juice World's first album was pretty much a breakup story. Mm-hmm. But it was a it was a breakup story and him dealing with depression and anxiety as well cuz that's what he always talked about in his music. Right. Uh, as well as addiction because he was also, you know, at the time he was he was heavy on mm-hmm. on, you know, pills and stuff like that. And so I started listening to him and I'm a, I guess I'm a little different than most people because uh, everybody I've talked to said they listen to sad music and it makes them sad. Mm-hmm. Or when they're sad, it like make it 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 makes them it even the lower. Yeah, yeah, like fits the mood for them. But me, when I listen to sad music, like or or a music like Juice World's uh, uh, addiction and depression, anxiety. Honestly, all it made me think about was my my family, like my grandparents, my aunt and uncle, my little brother, and my older brother, and. It made me think of the grief and the pain they would have of losing another one. Like, my grandmother already lost a daughter and a mother, and now she's going to lose a son, basically, because she raised me. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm not even a grandson at this point. I'm a son at this point. Right, 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 right. Uh, my aunt, aunt and uncle the same way. They, they helped my grandparents raise me. Like, we've all lived under the same roof at one point. And so my aunt is losing not just a nephew, but like a son. You know what I'm saying? My my little brother lost a mom already. Now he's losing an older brother. My older brother losing a little brother. Mm-hmm. Like all of those, that's what the depressed music makes me think about. And I'll cry and I'll be like, nah, I'm not going to, I can't go nowhere. Did you ever try to do that again? Nah. Did you ever think about it again? Think about it all the time. Men suicide Not being here I, I don't hmm. I don't I don't know if If I could actually Commit suicide Like after that first, After that one time I don't know if it's I don't know if I got it in me To take my own life Right 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 But I think of Wild ways that it could end Like And just think about What if I'm not here Like How about uh Naturally Of the age of 97 with your closest family no, and friends around you. I don't get that far. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, though? Why not strive for that? Um, hell, I'm trying to make it past the next four hours. I don't got time to think about the next 60, 70 years. I want you... Um, <laughs> words never spoken, right? Words I want, never spoken. I want you to change your mindset, man. That's going to take some, some time and some therapy. <laughs> well, I tell you, you know what? That's fine, though. Hey, like, uh, why Mental Health Sundays... Yeah. Uh, two Sundays ago, last Sunday, not this past Sunday, but last Sunday, mm-hmm. I put out the link for um, different therapists in the oh, area. Yeah. That uh, that whole um, yeah, support groups, all that. Yeah. yeah, we should um, we should look to find some things like that. Yeah, because I gotta find somebody to work with my insurance. The insurance I got through my job. Yeah, for sure. Oh, um, yeah, it's nothing too as well. I gotta find something. So yeah, I mean, look, yeah, we gotta change it from like four hours. This good. It's like a, a day, bro. And then we just keep billing from that. I'm just tra- listen. Sometimes I be at work and I be just trying to get through the next fifteen minutes. Nah, I get I'm that. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get like, that. I get it. Like today, I just knocked out in the car. Um, 
Because I was like, I was out in Virginia, in Fairfax. Hmm. And I was like, bro, I do not have the energy to do this next job. I'm about to go to sleep. Like, I'm about to just sit here. <laughs> Tuesday, I got up at four to go to work. Made it from my room to the couch. Sat down to put my shoes on. I was like, I don't have the energy to get up. Fell asleep. Woke up at six. Dang, I really got to get out. I really got to get out of Virginia. Sat up. I was like, I'm not going nowhere, bro. Went to sleep. Went back to sleep. Like, I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do it. And so, yeah, I mean. Nah, I, I understand you know, that, man. Know, I mean, it's back history. Yeah, I mean, it happens like some things like, man, I can't, I ain't going. Yeah, I yeah. Just couldn't do it. Nah, I get it. We done got deep in this uh, podcast to start off with, but it's words never spoken. Y'all gonna see why I am the way I am. I do a lot of stuff. Like, I kill a lot of stuff with uh, humor. Mm-hmm. Um, that's therapy, that's too. That's just who I am. Like, I make you, I'm the guy that makes humor in the, the bad moments. Like, years ago, my dad picked me and my little brother up to tell us he was going to jail. And the only thing I could, the first thing that popped in my mind was don't drop the soap. <laughs> I had nothing else for him. I literally had nothing else for now, him. Nah, humor's a coping mechanism. You know I'm, all, I'm, all for, I'm all for humor. So that's what I do. Yeah. So with that being said, though, I want to bring in one of the, the funniest guys hey. that I know. One of the best artists that I know. Hey. One of the best artists you will know. He rocking purple and gold today here at Kobe Stan. Hey, uh, Kobe Stan, you mind bringing that uh, the little the little bottle over there too as well? Bring the, bring the Jameson. Yeah, appreciate that. You gonna that. sit on a gold couch because it matches your ensemble. <laughs> <laughs> My guy, appreciate it. <laughs> we gonna match your ensemble. Low key lonely, everybody. Low key lonely. How y'all doing? What's going on, low key? Six, How y'all doing? six eight nicknames. I, just, <laughs> I only care yeah, to remember low key lonely. How the audio sound? You good? Mic check Mic check Mic check yourself? No I can't hear it Oh a second Push that uh, cord up on the headphone Yeah at the actual jump How you sound now Oh there you go Okay Alright bad 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 Okay Bad 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 Welcome sir How y'all doing man Good What's to have on? you here man Yeah What's absolutely Long time coming you already knew you was gonna be a part of the first episode. Yes, sir. <laughs> Couldn't go the other way. Always, always. Me and this man literally wrote a, a joint album in a week. Yeah, it's it's honestly kind of insane. So when's it dropping? Uh, in a year. So you got- <laughs> something like that. Something like that. Oh no, it's a lot of stuff going on, man. Yeah. It's, a, it's a lot of behind the scenes stuff going on. Yeah, they record that behind the scenes. This, oh, this is part man. of it right here. Yeah, no, we fact. had to. Yeah. Like, I mean, the album's so done much. now. So. Yeah, the album is pretty much done. How many tracks? 14, 14 15, 14. somewhere in there. Yeah. 13 to 16. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at, at the very least, when's the listening party? Oh. We could do a being wild listening party. My God, we, we gotta, didn't even start it. Right, that's them what I'm saying. Shit. We got to pick an album date, we got to mix it. We ain't even you know the process yet. Man, you know, the you know me. I, hey, I know the process. I, I listen to roughs. Hey, I, <laughs> right, I know it can sound like. Right. We play roughs all the time. <laughs> all, all I put out is roughs. All right. This, right. <laughs> literally. Literally. All I put out is roughs. That's that quality touch studio yeah, sound. Yes, we put out yes, roughs around here. Why, why are roughs sound like yeah, your masters? You know what I'm saying? Literally, bro. Exactly. Yeah. Literally. Like, a major label wanted to put out roughs from our studio. Mm-hmm. 
Told told Will we don't even need the the. Yeah, the we, mix. Don't, we don't need you to mix it. We don't need you to uh-huh. mix it. Your rough sound beautiful. It's crazy. QTS quality <laughs> test studio. Shout out quality test studio. Hey, hey, I get the emails. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll show y'all right now. I get the emails. I'm on a calendar and everything. Somebody in the session right now just got the notification. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna okay. time date it, but nah, man. Welcome, low key lonely. Mm-hmm. Glad to have you on the podcast. Glad to be here, man. Bro, everybody knows. Glad to be here. The hype. Everybody knows the the rave, the 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 party animal. Yeah. Low key lonely, but what I've learned since being your friend and getting to know you is there's a deeper story behind. All of that Hell yeah, That a lot of people May not know Hell at yeah. all Like so Same question I threw to Ricky hmm. Why is mental health Important to you Like what's your story What what you draw from it And why is it important to you uh, Me personally I feel like mental health Is honestly The foundation To the human body hmm. Like everything Starts with the brain so why do we ignore it? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I mean, we 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 attend to the 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 conscious aspect, but it's the subconscious that really messes people up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that yeah. that people get confused or try to ignore. Because we got control over our right, conscious. Right, like right. we can control what we right. allow ourselves to think about when uh-huh. we're conscious, but when yeah. we sleep, our brain works definitely, wild. Definitely, it's 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 the it's the subconscious. That's to me. That's kind of the deadliest part. But a lot of mental health problems I've noticed. This is my personal perspective. Mm-hmm. So I could be mm-hmm. wrong okay. or I could be right. It's now my own talk personal on yours, perspective. Talk on yours. Um, I feel like it all stems from fear, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like fear is the biggest advocate in all of it. And until I like conquered fear, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be wearing this shirt, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I used to be, a, I I used to be a um, like I used to be the the. The weird nerdy kid that people would pick on, but I was funny, so I could stand on my own two feet. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's how my house raised me. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying. I was raised. Um, I had a stepbrother, but I had all sisters, so it was kind of like I was the only child the entire time. You know what I'm saying. I would do like I would do weird stuff. Like I would dress a certain way. I only wanted to wear my my, my Kobe jersey and my Carmelo jersey. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying. My mom would get hey. mad. She she wanted to dress me in stripes today, but I'm literally throwing fits just because I want to be different. But they would kind of pick on that, so I had to yeah. literally learn to grow up with a tough skin, like 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 just just like rain, like let it run off your arm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it is what it is. So then going to school, I had that wall, them walls built up. So it was like you can't really break me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But if you get me to a point, then I would lash out or I would try to like harm you in like a physical way. You know what I'm saying? Just because mm-hmm. my dad on the other side, my dad was a like a manly man. You know what I'm saying? He wanted me to be raised with him. Yeah. He wanted me to be raised as this like little militant soldier, you know what I'm saying? Because he was in the streets, and on the other side, my mom wanted wanted to get us out of that environment. Yeah, because she knew what that environment does to your mentality. Right, you know what I'm saying? It creates this dog in you, and you only see what's beyond the you can't see what's beyond the parameter. Yeah. of your hood, literally you get short sighted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you think that's the only life you know until you until you go on vacation. <laughs> and you like you like oh like wow bro, look at Orlando bro look at Disney Street. World yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, Grove exactly Street. exactly <laughs> like, bro, you really out here bro like you like bro you be safe but um at the same time I think it was the me having the polarizing like worlds that made me who I am 
because yeah, there's a thick skin, but then I have my mom like, like on the other side, like, nah, tell me everything. Like, yeah, yeah. I want you to talk to me about everything. And then I got to a point where I didn't want to talk to my mom no more because I didn't yeah. feel like she get it. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, I'm I've been diagnosed as schizophrenic, so. Mm. I see and hear things in patterns that people with the normal eye don't. Some people call it a third eye. You know what I'm saying? It's it's all energy at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? It's just rather right, can right, you right. see it or not. Can you read it or not? Mm-hmm. It's all patterns. So, um, I deal with stuff that a, a lot of people might. I'm not going to say a lot of people don't because a lot of people might. We just don't know. It's, right, what, right. it's trillions of people on this earth. Story, exactly. Yeah. So, somebody might have my story. Somebody, somebody might be able to relate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But, but just growing up with, with thick skin and then learning myself, it was like, it was, it was really hard for me to, to not like lash out and be like different. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Cause I've been growing up like different is wrong. Different is wrong. Different is wrong. Yep. But, yep, yep. but when you're growing up and you're an adolescent, you literally want to push the don't push button. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. now yeah. I want to wear the skinniest shirts to school. Like, like don't you know the two finger rule? I ain't care about that. <laughs> you know I'm, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing my little my little tiny spaghetti string little tank tops freshman year. Like it is what it is, bro. You know, you, if, if you wow. say something, I'm a cook you. I'd have clown like you. smooth, bro. I would have cooked you. Bro. I'd have fried you. Hey, but the way he said it's how smooth he said that thing though. Yeah, like, he, he had he had something. He had something ready for you. Yeah, I, I'm gonna leave pre bullying. So like, nigga said pre bullying. No, like listen. He gonna, he gonna I, bully with the eyes first. Hey, listen, disclaimer: I am not a parent, yeah. all right? But I have helped raise one of the greatest people of all time, my little brother. Oh man, child tune, bro. Yeah, my little brother true. can dance, sing, rap. Mm-hmm. Got like straight A's in in, in school. Mm. Was the lead in a in a play at the school. Oh man! Shout out to the goat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He one of the funniest people. He will roast you. I, I take credit for that because I, I believe in pre-bullying. <laughs> I take credit for that. Like, yeah. I believe that if in the home, right, mm-hmm. you can make fun of your kids right. or your siblings, your little right. brother, your little sister, whatever, by the time they go to school, ain't a joke they ain't heard that was me see that's what i'm saying so me I, having that mentality yeah. growing up i felt like nothing could break me exactly and you had a counter to every joke until you society heard literally broke me mm. you know what i'm saying talk about it like i felt like i felt like like i was invincible you know what i'm saying i had females approaching me telling me how different i was mm-hmm. it was cool and, I, and then as i saw niggas mocking it i was like oh it's a dub it's a super dumb. <laughs> like, I like, bro. Like, I put my hair in a bun. I went to school. Everybody tried to clown me or whatever. I let it rock because I'm, I'm the nigga with the hair in, his hair in a bun. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's never been seen before, so I let the jokes rock or whatever. Yeah. Two weeks later, everybody walking around with a bun. But, I'm not, <laughs> but, but, at the same time, but, but at the same time, I'm not the nigga like, oh, you got to give me my credit. I'm just, I see you. I see you. You're right, it was bro. enough. It was yeah. enough. Uh-huh. Let's make, yeah. We make eye contact hey, that one yeah. time. Words never spoken, right? Words never Words spoken. Words never spoken. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to say nothing, bro. It was, it was already a dub. But, yeah. but then once high school ended, I was stuck in this cycle of weed, pills, um, drinking every day, mm-hmm. bruh. Um, it didn't matter what it was. Acid, shrooms, molly, perks, mm. 
Adderall, yeah. Xanax, yeah. all three bars, the the white, the yellow, and the green. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Like like literally anything yeah. I can get my hands on, but it it wasn't I was doing it for no reason. I didn't have a reason to do yeah. it. I wasn't like depressed. This okay. is when my schizophrenia wasn't as bad. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I was in a complacent state, but I was sick. Yeah. But I didn't know that. Okay. You you don't know that you're sick when misery loves company. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm sitting around a whole bunch of niggas who love doing the same thing I love. Right. Doing. So it just became your life. It's exactly. not necessarily something you thought about. Exactly. It was just like, this is just what we doing. Exactly. Like, this is what the gang doing. Right. This is what we this, doing. This is what we doing. Right. Like, oh, we on tonight. Oh, we on this? All right, bet. Well, All let's right, do bet. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, um, it was it was too much. Mm. Like, I don't know how my body's still kind of standing, bro. Like, it was too much. I don't know how my brain's still, like, functioning. How much was too much? Um, to the point where I started like I didn't I okay I would never cuss out my mother, but to the point where I started lashing out and like talking to my mother in ways that I never probably thought I would talk to her. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Just because off the strength of her, she would see me and she'd be like, just like your father. And my dad not being in my life, I'm like, bruh. <laughs> like, what you mean? Like, hey. that used to really, like, irk me, bro. I used like, to cut people off when they when they said I look like my... And I look like my father. Yeah. But they mm. could literally just look at me and be like, oh, you look like your yeah. dad. Like, my cousin said that one. One of my favorite cousins on my dad's side mm-hmm. said that to me one time. She was like, you look just like your father. And I was like, all right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Right, that was me too. That was like, me too. I don't need that over. type of energy in right, my life. Over, <laughs> I almost fought a dude one time because he was trying to tell me that he knew my dad. Like he was trying to literally tell me, like, like your dad and my dad are best friends. Like, mm. and he just put the pieces together. He was like, he walked up on me. And he was like, "Your dad Zeke, bro." I said, like, "What you say, bro?" <laughs> like, because it was like it was like a trigger almost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was it was too much for me to process at that moment. I was yeah. high. You know what I'm saying? I was tweaking. So I was already ready to slap, bro. But then he started explaining himself. <laughs> he was like, nah, bro. My dad is this and your dad is Zeke. Like, best friends. I was like, oh, you talking about him? Oh, bro, you got to say that first. <laughs> like, you can't just, like, 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 bro, you can't just come out the woodwork. But he didn't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? To his ignorance. Yeah, yeah. Ignorance is bliss. He didn't know. Literally. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then um, I had wars with my dad, bro. I ain't really going to get into the nitty gritty, mm-hmm. but I had wars we'll with my father. Pod. Exactly. Because I got a pod mm-hmm. ready all about fathers. All about fathers? Yeah. All right, man. I'm going to save it. <laughs> yeah, so. I just, like it. Just off the strength of that, like, I was, I was, honestly, this is what it was. I was trying to ignore becoming my father. Mm-hmm. Because every mm-hmm. time my mother saw me in that state, she would instantly go to my dad, go to my dad, go to mm-hmm. my dad. Like, she would, that, that would be her attack point yeah. to get through to me. You know what I'm saying? And I will, I'll be like, how how am I becoming my father when you raise me? Like, I have your morals mm. in my body. Yeah. Like, literally, in my mind, you, I, I was raised with your morals. So how can I be my dad? Like, I'm my own person. I'm standing here on my own two feet. I'm making my own my, my own decisions. I'm choosing to be high right, right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm choosing to be in a state of euphoria. That's what I used to call it, a state of euphoria. You now, was it saying? always a choice? Clean it up a little bit. Do you feel no, like you were... It was not always a choice. Okay. Because it was, um, it's it's called society, uh, it's like group, uh, what is it? When like that, um... Group conformity, yes. Mm. Like, okay. literally. Okay. Literally. So, it's like, if everybody else is doing it around you, it's not, I don't care about looking cool, bro. Right. I didn't know I'm cool, bro. You ain't got to tell me I'm cool. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm you wore spaghetti strap. Yeah, right. I love the, 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 hey, the confidence right, right there. Absolutely. Like, like, that's how I was raised, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... 
it was just like, like, all right, why not? Like, it's not too many reasons why I shouldn't. Okay. So why not? You know what I'm saying? And then from that, then I went on this hiatus because the schizophrenia thing kind of started, like, really kicking my ass. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, y'all, I'm going to just chill. I told all my friends, like, y'all, I'm going to chill. I need to, like, figure some things out. And this one was making music as well. Okay. So once that happened, boom, I was selling weed at the time. Okay. I was I wasn't I wasn't the biggest drug dealer. I could say that on the microphone, nigga. <laughs> Push your teeth. Right. I right. wasn't the he biggest was drug dealer team. ever, you know what I'm saying? But I was selling a little weed and yeah. and basically to my friends and peers that were around me. So Oh, you were better than Push your teeth. Like you telling us your own story right now, not yeah. yeah, not somebody <laughs> else's like, yeah. like, story, right? I'm telling you mine. Yeah. He, he said it. Yeah. There it is. Go yeah. ahead. I'm telling you mine. Hey, I, I, never hey, spoke it, baby. Right. I love. I get to say what I want on this one. I love. This is my podcast. Man. My man. Stay with your chest, bro. You know what I'm saying? But uh, um, once I literally stopped coming around, people stopped like hitting my phone. Mm. Like you know what I'm saying? People stop uh. Like, like literally kind of like buying weed off me because they thought I was like tweaking. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? And they thought I was like a, a problem. You know what I'm saying? Or I told him I was going through something. So, I mean, granted, my man did. He, he kind of tried to check on me, but I would just like deny it because I'm like, nah, this is something I need to tackle. I need to tackle. I need to tackle. Not knowing that if I would have shared mm-hmm. what I was going through, maybe I, I could have came out on the other end a little way better. Now, do you think that... Because I know you said that your mom wanted you to to share everything with her. Yeah. Do you think your your lack of wanting to share and you just wanting to handle it on your own was because you didn't want to feel a dependence? Or Yes. Because in the environment mm. I was in for the first four years after high school, I was around a bunch of hood niggas. Okay. I was in niggas traps, bro. Yeah. I'm sitting in niggas traps. I'm watching the move work. I'm watching crackheads literally walk in and walk out that gym. Mm-hmm. I'm watching girls come in and not knowing where to sit. They just standing in the corner trying to look cute and <laughs> looking retarded for real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like I seen all of that like and I will always be the dude in the room, like I was never afraid to say where I'm from. Mm-hmm. I'm from Waldorf, bruh. I'm from Waldorf. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I I'm never afraid to say that. You was you you was you was hanging out in places that was a flight away? Yeah. yeah. Hey, 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 this man is well uh, overseas miles. That was literally that was literally the only joke, bro. Right. Because they right. couldn't really get a lot of jokes past me, like, all right, if we join in and we join in. Yeah. So it, it don't matter to me. Like yeah. we, we could join all day. But at the same time, like then it it would become like, All right, well what's up? And I'm like, well, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Like like if you if you put that little Glock whatever whatever that is down, you know what I'm saying, then yeah. we can throw these hands, bro. Right. You'll see what's up with me. You know what I'm saying? And that and that gave me the respect. Around that way So it was like um, I never wanted to be the kid That depended on My mother's success Okay Or anybody else's help That was another problem Okay Because it was like When I was going through that I didn't go to my mother Right She still don't know about to this day She probably gonna see this podcast And be like What are you talking about Huh Hey Bob Don't get on me about it Right But I'm, I'm, I'm just a contributor today I Co-host right. I, I went to go see a psychiatrist myself And they diagnosed me as schizophrenic Gotcha You know what I'm saying But um, Yeah but It was it was just a crazy period And then I really saw who was there And who wasn't there for me And then that's when I started making decisions for myself And I started living really fearless bro mm. Once I started to get a bunch of weight off my back Then I understood that it's all fear That's my point 
gotcha. it's, it's all fear like I didn't take music seriously because of fear I didn't want to do it by myself mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying as far as like dressing that that fear was conquered because I don't really care what yeah, I wear yeah, yeah. and um, that in school yeah mm-hmm. exactly so it was like it was little things like then the drugs I didn't want to try you know what I'm saying like I would do the like the the mind awakening drugs but like the hard drugs I ain't never did meth bro let me let me, let me you talking like acid yeah like acid then you got lines like I tried a line you know what I'm saying mm. and yeah this is boy. this is after this is after like this is when I'm in a good space this is not when I'm yeah. in a bad space like I literally felt fearless and there we're, was gonna, this, we're gonna have an offline conversation there was there was <laughs> one thing I was focused on and I was making music and getting to where I want to be and there was nothing else standing in my way and I really felt like I conquered all my demons mm. so I kind of have a different perspective on like like mental health as far as talking to somebody you should always talk to somebody if somebody's there willing to talk to you you mm-hmm. should speak on it mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying whether it's in the slightest fashion you should always speak on it because I'm always a person people can go to when they're right. going through something but then and again, I know that firsthand yeah right, I'm a giver right. too y'all ain't picked up yeah. on, on who I was talking about in the first half yeah. it was this man right here right so I, <laughs> I mean I always give a reach a hand because I've been there like I've wanted to kill myself at one point mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like I um I went to an asylum, bro. I, I actually was about to yeah, talk. I was bro. like, I wanted I to, to talk asylum, about that. Bro. Because, oh, shit. Yeah. I, I don't say I, where I can't remember nothing, if that was connected Arkham. to the schizophrenia or not. No. no. But <laughs> I do remember you, this nigga. <laughs> he said Arkham Asylum. I'm saying, like, nah, bro. It wasn't nah, bro. I wasn't <laughs> that one. <laughs> you said human, right? Yeah. Nigga wasn't even old enough to be yeah. an Arkham Asylum <laughs> yet, bro. Um, it was a children's hospital facility. Yeah. But yeah, I, I know uh, we had talked about that before. Yeah. So kind of talk about that for us, like how you ended up there. Uh, I know you told me about a couple of experiences while you were in there. Mm-hmm. Like, give us a, give us a little background on all that. Right, so first of all, I was in there by mistake. Let me say that. I was in there off the whim, off the failure of our medical system. Mm. I Talk was on in it. there off a whim. Bro. What happened? Talk about it. So I was on the phone with a person that I was messing with real heavy and um she wanted to kill herself pretty much. And when I was at that state, I wasn't I wasn't deep into it, but I had the thought and I said it to somebody. And what they told me was this is probably like the worst advice for anybody. But for a tough minded person like me, it was the the best advice I could have ever gotten. So she was like, Alright, do it. So why don't you do it? Like, why are you calling me for you calling me for confirmation? Like, if you want to do it, then do it. And I was Jesus like, whoa! Christ. Like, it kind of hit me crazy. Did somebody get arrested for that? Not right. too long ago. Yeah, it, it hit me crazy Bro, though, and I was just you're like, not supposed to do that. I know you're not. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, white girl but, got a got was in court and got years for that. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, it was enough for me. That's what I'm saying. Like, like that that checking, like that moment of checking me. Like, yeah. oh, I'm really not gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have the moment that you had. Yeah. But it's like, wow, I guess I really don't have the balls to do it. Yeah. Like, somebody was on the phone like, nigga, do it. And I was just like, I guess I ain't going to do it. Then. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, literally. So, my friend, she called me. And then I was literally playing it like that because that's the only thing I know. Ignorance mm-hmm. is bliss. So, she called me. And this is my first experience dealing with a person that want to kill themselves. I was like, all right, well, what are you calling me for? Like, literally the same thing, bro. Like, and I was like, you killing yourself? I'm going to kill myself, too. I think my mother was walking to the bathroom or something. <laughs> bro, oh, God, bro. Oh, like, y'all laughing, but this really happened, This bro. man said Damn. we going like, together, bro. Romeo and Juliet. Right. I guess she was walking to the bathroom or something. Long story short, I'm in the hospital the next day, bro. No cap. 
No cap. I'm, in the, I'm in the hospital. Games, bro. I'm in the gown, bro. I was about to skip school and all that that day, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm in the I'm in the gown, bro. Like sitting, and my mother sitting right where you at. I'm sitting on the hospital bed like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blown. Nobody believes me. Mm-hmm. And now that I think about it, it's like you take a person that's in, that was in that state, mm-hmm. and then you bring them to a place where it's like we're gonna help you. All they gonna say is I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. Right. Anyone really want to do it? You know what I'm saying? Right. right that's right. all they gonna say. So they gave me the little chart with the little happy faces. I, all of them was zeros. I, I scribbled all of them zeros, and whatever whatever was anti, I scribbled it a ten. The biggest happy face. That was stupid. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because yeah, now, exactly. yeah. now, now it looks like denial. You know what I'm saying? I'm older now, so I understand. But mm-hmm. at this time, I was what? Freshman in high school? Like 13, 14. So okay. I'm just trying to get out of there. Yeah. And then they told me, they was like, nah, we going to send you to this place where they going to make you better, yada, yada, yada. And your mom co-signed it. Now I'm looking at my mother like, Young, you super wild. <laughs> like, bro, you're super wild. But my mother, she's like, I'm not going to say she's like over dramatic. She cares a lot, bro. Mm-hmm. Like she cares a lot about her children. Like she wants the best for all of us. You know what I'm saying? No matter what it is. So yeah. she probably didn't even shout had insurance to, to pay for. Yeah, hey, shout, shout out to, to my mom. I love Absolutely. my mom. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to mom. You know I've, I've met his mom. Yeah, yeah. She's I a like very, it. she's a very kind lady to most. But um, <laughs> <laughs> why you look at me when you said that? I'm part of most. <laughs> <laughs> All good, all good. Um, but um, yeah, so I go in there and I'm literally like my roommate, bro, looks smack like Mike Tyson, bro. No cap, mm. smack like Mike Tyson. He told me he was in there because he uh, uh, tried to kill his mom and his dad, and I'm sitting there completely sane, mm-hmm. right. Sober, oh, completely sober. This was like kind of before all the drugs. Like yeah. drugs really came sophomore junior year. But um I'm sitting there looking at him like, damn, you try to kill your mother and your father? Both of them, bro. <laughs> Yikes. But he the way he was talking to me, he was trying to tell me his story, and for some reason I felt comfortable with him. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like my life was threatened. You know what I'm saying? It was bro, being in there is literally like jail without the without the clink. Like without the clink mm-hmm. and the yeah. lock of the key. It's literally the same thing. And um, so I'm I'm putting myself in solitary confinement because I don't want to be around niggas. Like, but that looks crazy. What would you yeah. do to get yourself in solitary confinement? You know what I'm saying? Nothing, because it's 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 um their whole thing is mental health. So mm-hmm. if you tell them, they have no choice but to do it. I'll walk up to the nurse and be like, "Yo, put me in the junk, bro. <laughs> I'm not about to be out here with these people. Like, I'm really bamming out in that yeah. like, bro." Like don't look at me, bro. Like I, niggas just looking. Like I'm like, bro, don't look at me, bro. Yeah. Cause you're you're a tweaker. Like I'm judging people left and right. I don't care about nobody's story, bro. All I know is that all I know is that I don't belong there. Yeah. That's how I was treating it. I'm talking to the doctors. At first, I was talking to three doctors. He, and how do you feel today? And what's going through your mind? How did you sleep? Like what do you dream about? You know, I'm literally writing stuff down. They're not yeah. saying nothing. They just mm hmm, mm hmm. Okay. All right, you're excused. I'll go in there the next time. It's five doctors. Next time it's nine doctors. Like, these niggas really trying to figure me out. Like, right. And I keep oh, saying the shit. same thing. I'm like, bro, I'm not crazy, bro. It was, this is by mistake. You know what I'm saying? They keep telling me to call my mother. I'm like, bro, I'm not calling my mother, bro. She didn't want to put me in here. I don't want to talk to my mother right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm mad at my mother. And I'm going to. They got opportunities bruh. to get out. But think about yeah. it. Yeah. I don't want to talk to my parents. I'm going to solitary confinement. And I keep denying, denying, denying. Yeah. I look crazy, look bro. Crazy. I look yeah. crazy. I was in that jump for like two or three months until I figured it out, God bro. Damn. I figured mm. it out. I started acting crazy, bro. 
Like I'm so serious, bro. Hand to God, bro. I started acting crazy, and they let you out because y'all acting crazy. Like, yes, like, yeah, yeah, please. Yes, I started acting crazy, and they let me out because they saw progression. So, so how would you act crazy? Like, what would you do? Um, I don't know, bro. I would start sharing in a little joint. I would start saying like fake stories, like, <laughs> like, like. Well, like you just, bro. It's man. They gonna watch it and take back, right? Hey, bro. This is what he knew he needed to be a rapper. They could definitely try to come get me if they want to. So I'm looking smack at the camera, bro. You could definitely come over here with all that smoke if you want to. This way he knew he needed to be a rapper when he came up with those stories. And I was writing in solitary confinement. It all comes full circle, bro. I was writing music, but this one, I didn't even think about being a rapper. I just liked writing music. I just thought I was cool, bro. Everybody wanted to be a rapper, and some people actually follow through with it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Some of us are good enough. Um... No shade. Uh, no shade. Right. Ain't but, nothing uh, but shade. But <laughs> <laughs> ain't no sunlight. Nigga said he clips. Yeah. <laughs> all shade. Nigga, all shaded. Hey, but, hey, uh, hey, Dom, give me my gunshots right here, boy. All, all shade. All shade. He want all the smoke, bro. All shade. We get a soundboard in here. But yeah, oh, I already know. I, I literally just started acting crazy, bro. Like, I started coming up with fake stories. Fake emotions, fake moods, and then they're like, wow, you're really doing better. You know what I'm saying? We're going to yeah. discharge you in two weeks. I'm geeked to hear that, bro. <laughs> like, but it's crazy because they don't do nothing in there, bro. They don't do nothing in there. Mm. All they do is feed them people, drug them people, and sleep them people. That's all they do, sleep bro. Them people. <laughs> oh, God, bro. Like, bro, y'all laughing, bro. This is, these are facts, bro. Nice. That's all they do. Hey, this is from the inside. This I inside never took my pills, bro. They give you this little blue pill, bro. It's real small. And they'll have niggas tweaking. Like, I saw a nigga, he took a, a spork, a plastic fork and spoon mm-hmm. combined for those that don't know what a spork is. And he cut his wrist with an X, bro. Like a pirate marking the. Yeah. Like for real, bro. He did it right in front of me, like right down the little lunch table. Oh, and I'm man. looking at him like, damn. But you gotta kind of like, you gotta ignore stuff like that because yeah. I'm also tweaking. I'm also high and sedated. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. bro, that's cat, bro. I hate America. You bro. took the pills. You. you took no, the pills too. I didn't. You never. I did. I never took them. How'd you get I rid would, of them? I would because they would do the little check. So I would swallow them and I would just go to the bathroom and just make myself throw up. Literally. Did you ever feel the effects at all? Um, no, I didn't, I didn't, I never took them. Okay. So I don't know what they did to people. I just saw people all loopy and stuff. But mm-hmm. like, um, they was this to, before or after you started trying drugs? This was before. Okay. Yeah, this was mm-hmm. before. But drugs was always around me. My mom and my stepdad work in the medical field. My, my, my dad's, my stepdad's a firefighter and my mom, uh, she works at Children's Hospital. Like, Gotcha. So they're always around physicians that that will pass them the drugs they need, mm-hmm. or they're always around the 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 best um, yeah like yeah, the best physicians that would yeah. give them anything they, that they wanted they needed they knew the best physicians so yeah. um, it was always around me and like now that I think about it I probably should have been doing drugs way earlier like I don't want to I'm not saying that like like it's cool yeah. but like it was literally around me and I would watch my mom tweak off of oxycotton bro. Like, no, I'm, like not, I'm, I'm not saying she that. was like an addict or I'm nothing. Edit this out. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You keep it in because I'm not saying she was an addict, but she just had you. she had the gout. I got. Oh, yeah, okay, she had okay, the gout. Okay. So the pain they would give her that, and she would just it was do crazy. She'll tell you the story. She would yeah, do she, like the wildest. Bro, she would come out the room and be like, "Um, where's the swimming pool? Like, mom, we ain't got no swimming pool, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't. I just thought it was cool because I'm just a kid. I'm laughing. Hi, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But. I probably should have been exposed to drugs like way earlier, but it was really high school that kind of mm. 
exposed me to. Are you all about drug prevention now? I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not. I'm not with um, opioids though. Okay. Definitely not with opioids. But psychedelics all day, man. Smoke your weed, bro. <laughs> I don't. I don't consider weed like, a drug, though. Personally, you know weed from the earth, Come, man. Right, we can talk about it. I tell you, I tell you, weed is a drug. I don't. Um, and you can't get addicted. I don't do drugs. Hello. You don't curse in your my, music. Uh, I don't curse in my music. That is, I'm a family friendly individual. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I know those who do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've had an edible here or there, so I know like. I know how I feel on on Mary Jane, at least in the cooked form. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not something that I do, but I, I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Um, when we talk about drugs, though, like I understand, we can be considered a drug easily because it's mind altering. Easily, you know what I'm saying? It's mind altering. I can talk about At that the same here. time, there's some drugs out here though. Super drugs. It's some like some drugs. Y'all ever heard of Walker? The Flocker, Walker, yes. Walker the rapper. Bruh, not, I'm not I'm not gonna say Walker <laughs> has a drug, but it's a drug named after Walker Flocker, bro. Wow. Look it up. That's all I gotta say. Don't look it up. Um, <laughs> stay away. Stay away from it forever. We don't. Words never spoken does not condone the use of drugs. Uh, and uh, being wise, a sponsor will uh, back up that message. <laughs> <laughs> We're family friendly. I feel uh, that. I have I have kids, not literally, but you know they're watching. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's dope though. Like it's it's interesting to hear your story because you're still a young man. Like exactly, I'm only 21, y'all. Only 21 years old. You know what I'm saying? So twenty two. I'm sorry. He's twenty one. Uh, <laughs> nah, he gonna be twenty one forever. Um, <laughs> no nah, facts. No nah, facts. Facts. So, but this is coming from a, a young man who's just been there. And but as, as as I listen to your story, what I want to ask and what keeps coming up in my mind is how much of your mental health story, when it comes to you figuring it out, you understanding what's been going on with you personally. Mm-hmm. How do you think your stories differ for you being in the black community mm. versus say, because your story honestly reminds me more of some of the white kids I've known growing up. Mm. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I would, so, agree, I would agree with you. So how do you think or how do you feel your story differs from them being that you were growing up in the black a black household in the black community um well i would say that i grew up in the culture of black okay but i grew up in the environment of suburb okay you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there's different echelons of what a black human is. Mm-hmm. You know that was a, that was actually perfect the way he yeah. explained that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I I grew up, man. I ain't miss nothing being black. Mm-hmm. I I ain't, I ain't miss none of the benefits nor the repercussions of right. being black. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, at the same time, I would I would say that I feel like I feel like it's not that different, bro. Okay. 
I don't think it's that different because from where I come from, because right. I got a different story. You know what I'm saying? From where I come and from, where, I don't where think do you come from, lo- locale wise? Like I know what? you say you're from Waldorf, but right. you didn't always grow up in Waldorf. Yeah, I'm, I've, I lived all over Maryland, man. I've seen all different parts of, they're all different sides of poverty. I've seen, um, uh, a, a origin, a Ninth Street original. You know what I'm saying? My father gonna be happy as hell. Today, so. <laughs> but, uh, you know what I'm saying? Ninth Street original, uh, Southeast, and then I've seen, uh, I've seen Temple Hills. Okay. Man, we was in Temple Hills for a minute. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Temple Hills. Then I seen Oxen Hill. Then I seen. Um, Landover Landover was crazy I'm getting chased by dogs bro. <laughs> But it's kind of like It's okay though It's like upper It's upper echelon With mm-hmm. a, a hood nigga mentality Okay You know what I'm saying okay. It's cool But it's not Waldorf Right You know what I'm saying Where well, I'm out here With the honkies And the And you know I'm not about to put All y'all in a box But Right I'm 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 out here with the with, with the prejudice folk. Yeah. You know, it's what more saying? rural. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, don't, hey, don't worry about it. I grew up in Bowie. Bro. At least it used Man, to be what? more rural. Yeah. Hey, Waldorf is, hey, Waldorf used to is be changing. Wow, bro. Now when I was is there, changing. For real? <laughs> now yeah. he was there when when Bowie was what Waldorf was when you came. That's actually oh. factual. Oh. <laughs> so Bowie was like the was rural. Oh. Like it all came down as gentrification. Hey, Waldorf, it, 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 about to be on the trickle, floor, bro. It, dri- yeah. it drizzles down. And Waldorf now is nothing like it was ten, 10 years, years ago. Super yeah, ago. I tell everybody that. Shit, I graduated bro. in 2010 in Waldorf from Thomas Stone Hell High School. No, bro. And Thomas Stone is the wild nigga now. N- niggas is wilding, bro. Bro, Thomas Stone, <laughs> Thomas Stone was like the up echelon. Bro, Thomas Stone when I graduated was the highest academic no, school bro. in the in Charles County. No, bro. Literally had the best test scores and everything. And oh my god, think I'm lying? Nobody think you're lying. We low key just graduated. Yeah, y'all did. Yeah, bro. Like, y'all know what it is it, now. Bro. Yeah. Like my my little brother was blessed enough to go to uh, to St. Charles. Like oh, wow. from the moment That's it lit. opened, he was he was the original freshman class of St. Charles. Oh really? Mm. Yeah. He was the um, um, what was it? It was like the migraine class. They took like half of North Point. With yeah, them. yeah. They, they took like half of my class. They took a them. lot of like yeah. Westlake, North Point, and we lived. We actually lived though. Literally, he could have walked to school. Oh, That's wow. how close we lived oh, wow. to Charles St. Charles. Oh, y'all lived. I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. You talking about the uh, Bluecraft Stadium right over there. Only we lived across, like so. You know where that dash in is. Uh-huh. We lived in the townhomes. Oh, okay. Right there. Okay. And then we lived in a house, also the house that my grandparents are in now. Yeah, I think you've been. In oh, already. yeah, that's super down the street. Yeah, literally right yeah, down. Yeah, the street. that's like that's like to what like eleven minutes. Yeah, eleven minute walk. Boy. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's, it's it nothing. nothing. Yeah. So he was zoned mm-hmm. for St. Charles, so he got to go there. Yeah. Um, it didn't have like all of the the programs that he wanted, but. It ended up. I, I'm happy he right. got to go. to I'd Saint be Charles. happy too, man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Just like my mom, she, my mom and my dad went to crazy high schools. Mm. I know they. I know my mother's proud to say my son graduated from North Point and Waldorf. Right. Like we made it all the way out here. Yeah. Bro. I remember you know when, when North Point was first built. My older brother um, applied to be in the first North Point class. Like he would have been the first. Like. I think no, I think he would have been a, a sophomore, and I would have been in the freshman class. Mm-hmm. I didn't apply. I knew I was. Gonna, I would not. I did not qualify to go to no point. All right, I, Trust school. Me, I don't care you was, about you wasn't, it. You wasn't missing nothing. I I don't think school is in its current form. 
School is nothing Talk but corner. teaching you how to interact with your peers. That's all school teaches you for life right we, now. Which, which part of school? High school, college, elementary, Every school. middle? All of okay. it. Okay. okay. Every school. Don't, don't ask me. Bro. I learned how to, talk, I learned how to read before I ever went to school because my, my uh, family talked to us like we were adults when we were kids. They didn't do none of that Google Gaga. Yeah. Nah, like, the hell with that. They yeah. having full yeah. conversation with mm-hmm. us. And so we developed quicker. Yeah. I've always been a, a, a reader. Like, yeah. English comprehension, those class, I passed and I never even tried. I just passed. Mm-hmm. Like, math, trash. Trash at math. This ain't numbers never spoken. But guess what? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> They got an A plus in English, huh, man? Yeah, yeah, bro. We oh, got man. a D in math, yeah. but it's passing. Yeah, I feel you, bro. I, I literally, but I didn't I care, like math, bro. bro. I like, I like yeah. it didn't, it didn't matter to me because I knew, bro. I haven't, I haven't done a multiplication since I graduated. But you could do long division though. Depends what I'm dividing. Bet multiply the <laughs> no, multiply no, the numbers. Depends what I'm dividing. No cap, bro. But I'm like, no decimal, I'm like a bro. hood nigga though. Only time I care or am good about math is when I'm counting my money. No, nah, no, yeah, fact. that's literally the only time. Nah, like, if you if you tell me how much my check is, like, gross. If I know what I selected for my taxes, one, two, or or zero, I'm gonna be able to figure out how much I'm getting after the deductions. But you, you, I think you, um. You um you're putting yourself in a different. I'll put it like this: you and me talk about stocks. Yeah. So there's more knowledge to you than just than just what you're saying right there. I know how to count yeah. my money. I guess stocks though. I feel like that's like a smart opportunity. Stocks is man. different. I feel like you got to be. An but it's still that true too as well. Yeah. And it's still math at the same time. It is time. still it math, is. but I also I heavily rely I heavily rely on people that know what they're talking about, like. I'm in the stocks now because my boy Eric. Shout out Eric Kuhn. Hello. Investing with EK. Hello. Um, he got a whole Discord. I got a whole Instagram. I'll, I'll tag him. I'll give him the link. Whatever I need to do. Eric Kuhn, mm. big love. He. You know him too. Graduated. <laughs> no, I'll say this. No, any any black. He a black man, right? Yes, sir. Any hey, shout out to him. Bring him on being wide. He's down in North Carolina. That's progressive. Hey, but I, told him, I told him be ready right. to Skype in for an episode, though. Hell yeah. I want him to talk more about because he even initially started investing with EK because his first mindset was creating generational wealth for for black people. Uh, Come on now. Two words Come on, I man. love to hear with this black man. He, he thought even bigger because he's not just black; he's mixed. He's black and Asian. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! He he was thinking, but dog, everybody needs this because we're not taught this in school. Hell no! So that everybody was my problem needs with it. school, bro. Same, bro. bro I, I was mm-hmm. not taught any. Let me take that back. I'm disrespecting Miss Diggs. Miss Diggs is the only <laughs> teacher, the only teacher that taught me about good. life. Shout out to Miss Diggs. Shout out Miss Diggs. Diggs. I was hurt okay. to find out she got married, but it's okay. Oh man, okay, it's okay. It's all it's all right, Miss. It's all good. She was a, she was a mother, a motherly figure. Okay. Because she couldn't be a wife. It just is what it is. I was too young. It sounded like you a picket situation. I was I was. <laughs> I'm like J. Cole. Single. 
I'm like J. Cole, like too young for me alone. You know right, what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> well, like like Charlie J. Cole, that will yeah, that Will and Jada love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Talking about that Will and Jada. Like, <laughs> I wanna keep this conversation going, but I want to bring in our next guest, Chanel, because I know she got a lot to say about stuff we talking about right now. Oh, so shit. I have to bring her in now before we keep going any further. Welcome Thank to the podcast. Welcome to Words Never Spoken. Let's make sure those headphones are uh, good All to right. go. Yes. Right. <laughs> and I'm glad to have you on. What's that shirt you got on? Oh man, <laughs> that album sucks. Psych. <laughs> How you how you hearing yourself? You good? Yes. Mm-hmm. Love sound, it. Sound good over here. I love mm-hmm. it. That's mine. This young lady sitting next to me right now. Uh oh. I wouldn't know if it wasn't for the young man sitting counterclockwise. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Loki. I don't even know if it's counterclockwise. Sitting counter of me, uh, whatever the word is. I'm, Diagonal. I'm like I'm I'm, I'm like nine o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't care about math. Uh-huh. See, uh, it's numbers. <laughs> it ain't talking about money and streams. I don't uh-huh. care about it. <laughs> hey, it's my monthly listeners. <laughs> but, and I'm glad that that uh, I was able to meet you though. Me too. Because from the energy she give off in the studio to the fact that. This young lady has started an organization at her college. Mm. You are freshman, sophomore, senior in college. Yes, I forget y'all niggas. Y'all young these days, man. Y'all be going early. <laughs> oh shoot, you grown. I'm loving, I feel like you a ch- you look y'all like children to me. You always sound like somebody uncle. Bro, listen, she grown y'all, and I just treated her like she was eighteen. Yeah. Um, good. you look eighteen. I do. Black don't crack. Hello, black. Hey. Black don't crack. Hey. So that's that's my Hello. way of uh, uh, digging myself out of this hole mm-hmm. that I just jumped into. Um, tell us about your organization. I I have it. I haven't had it pulled up here on yeah, Instagram so, um, because I feel like it it needs to be spoken to more because it's so to me I just looked at a few of the posts and, mm-hmm. and seeing how mental health is literally what this page is for. Yes. Like exactly. that's literally what it's about. So tell us uh, tell us more about um you pronounce it memo? Yes. Tell us more about that. Um, so MEMO stands for the Multi-Ethnic Mental Health Organization. And basically, um, it was founded by me. Um, and it's kind of just supposed to be a platform for minority students on campus to be able to have a safe space to talk about their mental health. But it's not supposed to be just based on campus. Okay. So it's supposed to be for anyone and that's why we're allowing alumni to get involved and anyone that's not in college or not in school. So it's for anyone who wants to, you know, speak on the awareness of mental health or how mental health has affected them personally. So I can Um, jump on there. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, I dropped out of every college I went to. Oh, yeah. No, it's not for (laughs) just... Hey, I dropped out my junior year at uh, Maryland Eastern Shore. I definitely (laughs) dropped out. No, I'm playing. I never went to college. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's definitely not for just college students. Um, So I wanted to make sure that the organization represented a lot of different minority groups. Okay. Um, so I'm African. 
and that's why you know i i wanted to have that in there too because right. that mental health isn't discussed in the african community a lot um and then i also have um representation for Asian, the Asian community, and then um, the indigenous community. Um, I saw that. That yeah. caught my that <clears throat> caught my eye. Um, not a lot of people mixed. Um, LGBTQ plus, um, Hispanic. I don't know if I said that already. I probably didn't. But um, yeah, as much re- representation as possible. Just because I feel like when you mention mental health, you're just automatically sent to one mm-hmm. like thought process but um mental health is like through many different communities especially minority communities like i think that's what caught people off too was the indigenous part people were like oh indigenous (laughs) 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 we getting that specific but yeah Yeah. indigenous like they experience a whole bunch of um mental health like issues from mm-hmm. the community especially because i mean we can talk about history all day yeah but um yeah it's still currently happening and like the part a big thing too is like i wanted to educate myself okay. because um i felt like i knew a lot about mental health in other communities but i kind of didn't um when it came to communities such as indigenous or like biracial mm-hmm. um or hispanic like i'm african so i can't talk about hispanic people and right. like their mental health um so yeah i wanted to educate myself but also educate other people too as well can i ask so, you a question yes what uh what school you say you go to the university of maryland college park Shout out, hey, well, there it is right there come on now hello yeah absolutely mm-hmm. oh you didn't notice <laughs> oh, no, I, I seen it oh okay <laughs> Let me uh <laughs> let me ask you this. Um George Floyd mm-hmm. when that whole situation popped off. Mm-hmm. Did you get more of a outreach to your um your growing uh community too as well? Um so I personally took action myself, but I think this organization was started after that had occurred, but um mm-hmm. And you're speaking on people reaching out to me. Are you talking about me? Or just, just reach out to the organization in general. Um, yeah, I did so myself personally. Now, I can't speak for the organization itself. I think is like I'm trying to figure out exactly how to grow the platform to be able to, one, like. No, trust mon- me, I get it. Yeah, monetarily, like, support it. So then eventually, you know, on Instagram, you see, like, match my prize or, like, something like that. But, um, my, like, monetarily gain the organization to a point where we're like be able to donate and do stuff like that but um right now i think a big part of the organization is just bringing awareness to everything that's going on because um i think what was pride month was last month right right okay so pride month was last month and like even though we aren't financially at a point now where we can just give back to organizations you know what i'm saying because that's what i would love to do i would love to just give back to organizations Mm -hmm. as much as i possibly Mm -hmm. can um, but I just made sure to let people know that, hey, it's Pride Month. Like, you know what I'm saying? In the midst of everything going on, there's also intersectionality. So um, I think people should like, yeah, we're black, but there's black trans. There's black men who are, you know, also experiencing backlash for being gay or like something like that. Um, so just keeping the thought processes in mind along with everything that's going on is what I think the organization is trying to also like build on Mm -hmm. um and then educate as well I don't know if you guys know who um I feel like I forgot her name I definitely forgot her name but it's okay (laughs) I'm gonna show y'all later but um all good yeah there's a lot of just there's a lot of stuff that I want to put on the page for people to go and look at and be like oh I didn't know that you know what I'm saying so like I love that yeah 
I never told you that personally, but I love the fact that you represent the LGBT community in a subdivision. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because I feel like they have their own struggles and, yep. and, and trials, tribulations mm-hmm. that are not being shown. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. And I don't, I don't, I don't want to go too far backwards, but mm-hmm. for our viewers who may not know, what is an indigenous person? Mm-hmm. Who is an um, indigenous person? So I feel like I want to give a really uh, descriptive definition of mm-hmm. that, but um, I personally feel like I would be missing some parts, and I would hate if I did that. Should I, I just gave it like, yes, I feel like you should, but um, <laughs> hey, we I use also, Google all the time. I know hey, that, Siri. right? <laughs> I know that there's like many, many different tribes to indigenous people. Okay. And I've met um, different tribes from, I've, actually, I've like had friends that are in different tribes from indigenous, um, the indigenous community. And um, a lot of people would say Native American. So okay. that's what a lot of people would like that's say. But yeah. Yeah, because the, the, so de- the definition that the dictionary has for indigenous is originating or occurring naturally in a particular place right native so right that's like um that's crazy. there was a big situation on indigenous uh indigenous people in australia okay. um, yeah they, uh, they, yeah yeah um that was a, like a whole big deal or, or like they're not they're looked upon in a certain light and I'll talk about more about that later when you know, I've, I've been on Australia. Into it. I've seen it straight up. Really? really? Yeah. So you know there. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Right? yeah the Abra. I can't. I want to make sure. Aborigine. Person, Aborigine. There it is, right yeah. there. Make sure person how, name right. How is it over there? Though? They're hurting. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, they're hurting over there. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's like it's almost like America, you know. But think of it like black people in even the worst state. Like, I see Aborigines homeless walking the streets. Like, I didn't see, like, one Aborigine with, like, walking around, you know, great clothes, you know, living in some, some nice house. Like, I didn't see any of that. Mm. That's all. That's all. First of all, I love the country Australia. It was, it was nothing but kind to me yeah. as an American, but. I've, I've heard yeah, it's a beautiful place, too. Yeah, it is. It's very beautiful. To, I, I recommend everybody, if you want to take a vacation somewhere, just go there. But also, the part that Australia that I went to was in the, like, the Midwest, per se. Mm-hmm. Or the mid, or the west, uh, the west coast. It was the east, which really all the big cities are: yeah. Sydney, Melbourne, uh, Canberra. So that's I got a very limited view. But what I saw there, it wasn't pretty. Wow, just, like that. just even in the um, politically correct areas of the country. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, yeah, you saw the yeah the, the poverty and the, I did see the poverty. Wow. It was um, that's insane. Yeah, it was it was it was heartbreaking. So so what the west coast looked like? I have you know no idea. I got, Man, no, I got no idea. We gotta go back. I think the I privilege, like, their west is like our east, and our east is like their west. That's what that's why I see uh, it. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because they're big cities on the east. But yeah. please go on. Um, so my one one of the um things I wanted to bring to you, uh, being that you did start a, a organization and everything about it, you've obviously. Mm-hmm been educating yourself more and more on mental health mm-hmm. um so going back to some of our conversation earlier in which you had some reactions to <laughs> over there on the couch is there anything right now you want to speak your mind <laughs> on like in particular um, that popped in your head <laughs> there was a lot i'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah um, we, we, we did a lot there was a lot i guess i had I want to comment on your experiences first okay. because um, for one, I'm an empath. 
So I cry a lot, okay? Gotcha. But um, I don't really do it in public. I'm yeah, just- I've never. <laughs> but no, it's just because it's just because it's not a bad <laughs> thing to cry. But I'll cry. Don't get me wrong. I will uh-huh. cry right now. Hey, <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello. Like, you Mental know health saying? is important. Please cry. <laughs> yeah, please, please cry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I will cry, but like uh, you're even. Even when somebody speaks on something so many years later, you can just tell that it's just so painful to them. Mm And it's like it's not like you were speaking with like a cracking voice or like right, oh my right, god right. like you know what nah, I'm saying? Because I'm a thug. Yeah. Oh lord. Cut the tape. Like it's just <laughs> it's just like you. I uh, just you can't help but to try to at least be like dang like that's crazy mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying like not like I would never understand you know what I'm saying but like. I just kind of I I kept focusing on the word when you said like a wall. You said something about a wall. Yeah, like I built up walls. Yes, Mm -hmm. and like it's so crazy because before you said that, when you were just talking about what you're going through, I was just this is like I don't know about this. It just sound crazy, but as soon as you said wall, I was like, oh my gosh, that makes me think of because I used to I used to be a a track and field runner. Okay, okay? right, right, right. And my coach, he would always be like, I would run four hundreds. I smell a metaphor. Now, let me sit up. Talk on it. All right, my coach he used to tell me I hated four hundreds. Like I, I hated it. I was a sprinter, but you okay. know, be like run that. You know the the, the, the practice. Y'all yeah. gotta do whatever, right? And I would run. I would, I would, I would do the curve, right? I get to the straightaway. That last two hundred. Oh, that wall is coming. Mm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's coming no matter what. Like you, your legs start. Your legs are numb. Okay, you're right. leaning. You're leaning like you're about to fall. Yeah. I'm talking like yeah. you trying to pick yourself, and all you hear your your coach over there talking about some pick your pick your upper body pick up, up, like pick pick your mm. knees up, like keep going. I'm just like oh, and you're like when they say a wall, you're just like okay, and you know what I'm saying. It's like I'm gonna keep going, but no, that wall like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying. It's like literally right at the 200 mark, like you're almost finished. Wow. You know what I'm saying, and that wall is like. Oh, I'm here. Yeah, and you just like you're trying to pick. You're trying to. Pick oh, you thought your, it was sweet, right? You really did. And I'm like, whoa! Like I literally just hit a wall. Like I hit the wall. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I had to literally like, it's almost like I forgot my coach was there. Mm. So now I'm by myself. Out yeah. of body experience. Exactly. Yeah. I'm by myself. The wind is slapping me. Ooh. Okay. And I'm like Chanel. Pick your upper body up, pick your knees up, and go. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, like everything slowed down. Exactly. It was but it was that's the thing though. It was real slow. Mm. Like I didn't I didn't sprint to the finish like the same speed I came when I took off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I was thinking about when you were talking, because I'm like, I see the progression. Like, you know, I see it happen, even though I wasn't there. Right, like, right. I right. can't I but as you talk about everything that's going on from like yeah. the time you started, like I see the progression. But the wall isn't going to stop you, okay? Like, yeah. it's not going to stop you. That progression might be slow, but you're going to pick your upper body up. You're going to pick your head up. You're going to pick your walk up. You're going to keep going. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're going to keep progressing to the finish. And, like, I feel like that's exactly what I was thinking about when you were talking. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what's up. That that's was deep. that. Very yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's what was running through my mind. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm trying to tell you, if you want your mental health, like, run. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, being in nature, like, on the track, okay. But, like, 
just being in nature, like running. Oh, I love you. I will say something about talk to emoji. I talk to emoji. Talk to emoji. So when I get my best ideas for podcasts in general, it's like just running through this neighborhood that we're in right now. Exactly. It's like six p.m. I mean, I don't do early morning. I don't do early mornings at all. Six p.m. late at night. I run it through, and it's just like, yeah, the trees, the air, all that, yeah. the, the animals around. Mm-hmm. I, I always sound like Snow White or some shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is that it's you, it, it, it's then the endorphins get released. Mm-hmm. Running around, it's, it's when I get my best ideas for mm-hmm. everything here. And it's like I, I completely, I completely agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, just being out in nature and yeah. just, just sweating too as well. Exactly, it does it does something for the uh, for the mental, mm-hmm. which also does. too is like when I'm stressed out. I got a heavy yes. bag in that garage too, so I just go out there and just smack yep. that thing with somebody, with somebody, with somebody, with somebody's head in mind. I yeah. need one. Damn. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, I, t- I tell you right there, hey, I got a good eight round workout for you. Right. Say, say less. <laughs> 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 nah, but um, yeah, it's when those endorphins get released that yeah. um, that I really want to get the ideas into. It just helps out a lot just from just from my day to day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's over. You about to- no. Go okay. Ahead. Yeah. So that was like one thing, right? And then as y'all keep caught, yep, can't speak. All right. <laughs> so then when uh, low key came on, you know, hey. y'all's a little <laughs> okay. Then he started talking about started talking about his experiences and the way I differ from his experiences and maybe your experiences as well is I never experienced a close death to me. Mm-hmm. I've never experienced like um. I don't I've just never experienced a lot of it. Um but where I think my mental health like started to deteriorate was because growing up in an African home you just uh, you don't like you guys already mentioned you don't talk about mental mm-hmm. health. But where I started getting a little messed up is like well I don't have the problems everybody else has. Like you know what I'm saying like so I'm not that messed up in the head. Like right, right. I'm fine. Like you I start have to diminish your exactly, mental health problems exactly because it's not as big as, as the bad next as somebody. Person's. Right? Can you speak on being a woman um, in an African home? Mm. But um, before before the I'm woman sorry. part aspect I really, comes I really in, because no, because I, I do <laughs> I want really that. Get to Great question. I do want that. But I'd like to start with even the more more basic of that and the difference between. An African household mm-hmm. and a black uh, ma- African American um, household. So that's another thing. Like my parents, um, African households—they're so different. Like every parent, some parents are just so lenient because, honestly, back home it's a lenient environment. Okay, like you know, like of course it's strict like your the parents are usually very strict mm-hmm. but like your environment is very like my mom's literally from freetown sierra leone mm-hmm. like that's what it's called <laughs> you know what i'm free saying town. so it's just free, free, free here <laughs> exactly um but when they Ghana. when some when some african um parents come to america their their whole mindset is changed mm. you know what i'm saying so like they they conform and then they teach you to conform. Okay. Wow. So that's that's wow. how that's can you how speak you're on raised. That? Can you speak on that, please? Just, just um. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Loki got I'm it. Gonna, that was I'm deep. Loki got it. That was deep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to. <laughs> let me what? tell y'all about the difference, right? All right. Deep. Um. So, I almost felt envious growing up. 
because I would see like my my peers, and I'm like, dang, they could do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. I'm not a delinquent. Like, why can't I just go do that, or right. why can't I do this? Like, I do everything I'm supposed to do. I do everything I'm told. I do, it. but that's the issue. I was never like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Until I got to a certain age. So it's like there really isn't a difference in the parenting, but um, in terms of conformity, like I feel like maybe in an African-American home, you're kind of um, you're you're given the opportunity to expand your mind, expand your opportunities and just like expand yourself in a different way where you don't feel like. Like he said, fear. Yeah. Do you like think we're I allowed to, or are we just yes. more rebellious? Me, yes. I was given the opportunity Inherit- to mess up, bro. Okay, um, you were. Yeah. You know, okay, but we've already yeah. established that your black grow up wasn't right. the was same different. as most yeah. black okay. yeah. come ups. Right. Oh, my parents let me outside the house when I was after yeah, I turned fourteen. See, that so is me, it bro. more? That, that is it me. more that in America, America was literally. Is a country because of rebellion. Like uh-huh. at the core of what America is, it's rebellion. Rebellion, yes. yeah. So, do you think it's because African American households were just the kids? The kids, maybe the parents, because you know the parents, and like you said, was yeah, similar. very similar. But the kids are more rebellious than say in an African household where you may be, like you said, you'll you're taught to conform, so you're mm-hmm. just more ready to conform and and obey. Um, uh, just bringing it full circle. Y'all back. Be wilder Bring, too. No, bringing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, bringing it full circle back to mental health. I feel like that's why I was so like, because I'm, I love creativity. Okay, I love art. I love everything that has to do with stepping out of what you feel is comfortable. I believe mm-hmm. in getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I believe in all of that. And growing up in my home, I wasn't allowed to do that. So it's like, yes, the child does teach themselves, like, what decisions am I going to make for myself? And I think that's the same in an African-American home or African home. You know, you decide, like, okay, what am I? And, like, some people, like, and that's why I low-key. Oh, Lord, I hate saying low-key around him. But anyway. And call him his name. That's why I low-key, like, kind of looked up to how he carried himself. (laughs) Pun intended. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I learned later what I had to do to make, to build my identity. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, like, before, I think it's just... And I'm not going... Okay? Africans have fun. Okay? Oh, I know, I know. I know Africans. So, oh, yeah, like, sure. I know. Hello. I know. I know. Right. That's so why I said y'all be wilding too. Yeah, right. <laughs> he have... He have <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, it's... um. I think it's it's I think it's also based on everyone's experiences and um how you how you want to uh you know like I said build your identity and what you want to what what do you want to do for yourself you know I think is I had to learn that a little later but um yeah it's uh I have yeah. uh two questions uh-huh they're uh, actually pretty loaded so I ask both of them right now all right um, are they for me specifically yes or they, they are they put okay. the gunshots right yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly where, where, where my sound where, where my sound bar at got the uh the first one is that um do you think there's um a division between the african community and the black yes. american community yes and i'm actually why yes so let's go with that first um 
Yes. Let's go with that one right now. I'll let you answer yeah. that one. That's a lot. So yes. please. Now yes. why though? Why? Like, I, if I could, if there was like a a blimp or something that just flew across and said yes or something, that would be it. <laughs> why Cube at? It's just look like I know that was just so uh, yeah. okay. But um, I okay. I go to a school. I'm just going to use my school for one example, and then please, I'll, get, I'll get to please. my parents because that's a whole different thing. Okay. All okay. Right. So, my school, answers. right? Let's do it. Let's <laughs> do it. Let's do it. That's what we here for. I got loaded yep. answers. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Hey. Okay. At school, right? Oh, I, w- I was I was Miss ASA. Okay. I was a a year or two ago. I forget what, what is year. ASA. The African Student Association. Okay. I I was in a pageant and everything. I won the pageant. I was Miss ASA. Okay. So. The reason I did this is because I wanted to learn more about my culture. I felt like I wasn't really exposed. I felt like I didn't really know much. I know the language, mm-hmm. you know. I I know I know how to interact with my family, but I'm like I want to know more. Like I want to know more about who I am. Mm-hmm. And I felt like being at a school where the African community is so strong because at the University of Maryland, the African community is very like we're just tight knit. Okay. So I was interested. I was like, I want to be a part of that. You know, I want to know. And then mental health was also my platform. So I wanted to like push that in ASA. And when I got in it, I'm like, so um, I'm not really experiencing the love. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm sitting here. I'm wondering, like, why is that? Like, why am I not feeling the love? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, it's because I don't think like them. Like, I'm like, and you, <laughs> and it's because, and that's because of the African-American and African difference that you were just talking about. Because right. they look at me as like, why is she talking like that? Mm. Like, do she think she like... Do they look at you like, as an African-American that so happens to be African? Yes. Wow. So... That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. That's so crazy. I'm just like, and that's why I never felt the love, because they always looked at me as like, oh, you don't, you don't do this, like... You don't do that, like, and maybe like somebody might, somebody might be like, you're tweaking a little bit, like, mm. I don't think they probably thought that way about you. But I'm speaking on what I was That's feeling, felt. And what that I was, was experiencing, you, uh, and the interactions that I was having. It was almost like you can't be a part of this conversation because you don't really understand. And I'm mm. like, I don't know about you, but my father is just as Nigerian as yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like. I've experienced everything you're talking about. Right. But it's like I wasn't allowed to speak on it because I'm like, I'm not thinking how you're thinking. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was like I was categorized as like the African American girl that won Miss ASA, yeah. not the African girl that won Miss ASA. Mm. And I'm like, okay. A- it was ASA stand for again? African Student Association. Okay. So I'm like, okay, if that's how y'all want it to be, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? And then when I spoke up, in meetings, I was like, it was almost like I was like, you know, when people talk about the ghetto black girl, mm-hmm. that's what I felt like. Oh, you was I was loud. like, yeah, you was too loud. For right, me, I was like, nah, uh, Africans loud, bro. And, yeah. Ain't no such okay. thing as too loud. So, <laughs> yeah, that was that was definitely <laughs> look, and it's definitely a thing. Like I so feel racist. like, and people like, Stop. no, it's fine. Stop. Don't even worry about Stop. it. It's fine. <laughs> but the people, they'll be like. Stop. I remember this one ASA meeting we had and somebody asked the question, would you marry somebody that wasn't African? That's what they asked like the girls in the room and they were like, no, what the, no, like, why would you I You was the only that? one to say yes. Yes. Ooh, I was wow. And around, not African, we're, like, we're also like, not African, that includes black American. Oh yeah, we're talking about yeah. like, just 
West African, like you know where you're from, like wow. why? Oh, why is that though? Why is that? Like, yeah. look, why, why is that so I never, I never confined. understood though. Why? Why do they think that? A part of that is your parents. You know what I'm saying? Like your parents, like conformity. That's what she was just talking. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. All exactly. of this yeah. comes back to conformity. Like you know what I'm saying? Hispanic and the Hispanic yeah, and Indians, like they do it too. Like you know what I'm saying? Almost like every ethnic parents? group community. Yes. yes. Yeah, Black but, Americans. Well, yes. no. I got a white I woman mean, inside the house. That's my wife. Don't bring a white girl. I did that. African American though is what I'm saying. Yes, like they call them Hispanic. Like that's what they are. Doesn't want their child. We the, are like the Hispanic yes. daughter. The Hispanic parent doesn't want their daughter with the black man. I don't even think I caught that. <laughs> That's because I was talking. Somebody hit that Paul George right <laughs> I now. Know what you just said? <laughs> I'm gonna say it one more time. African Americans to other Africans, yes, are oh, Akata. a- Akatas. Yeah, so that's we are Akatas. So when we you start, so like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Nigga. Like, it means nigga. Pretty much, like, <laughs> now the, the A version or the nah, ER? The ER, bro. We not love. Nah, not the ER. Nah. <laughs> Never loved us. Nah, they not about to do that. Nah, nah, nah. They but why? But why that. is that though? Why? Because ER. like it's crazy. Like you become <laughs> so. It's because they're they're like it's like they're so. I don't even know. Like I want to say like almost like egotistical. Wow. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's almost like. Like they're better we, than us because they're purebred. We know exactly. Man, what? We Ooh, know. We know where we come from. We know where our ancestors come from. We know exactly. We could go back home right and we now. We don't know nothing. Like, I'm from exactly. But you know wow. what though? You know what though? That's a real <laughs> f- way to look at from. it. And that's what I'm saying. Kansas and like the thing, the thing about me is, is like I have Southeast friends DC. that aren't African or like don't know exactly where they'd come from, and they're like, I want to teach me. And you're like, I want to know what the music is. Like, I want to know like. I don't know stuff about whatever it is. I don't know, and I'm just I'd be so excited because I'm like, oh my god, like yeah. yeah, let's do this. But then some, if you ask somebody else, they might be like, um, they'd be like, you, you might already, not like it. You like, already know, type, or something like that. And it's just like, that's, why is it that? Why is it that bro. deep? Like, mm, that's and sad. that's why I honestly I couldn't like when I'm in my term. I'm not even gonna look. I don't know who's gonna see this, but whatever. When my term. As Miss ASA ended, I was pressed. I was so did, like, so it never changed like that. That like to this thing, day. The thing is, it? I don't even. I look. Oh, you don't even know because you don't go no more. <laughs> I got it. I got one question. Actually, as, as Miss ASA, yes. If you dated a black man, how did they look at you? How did they look at me? If you dated a black man, as honestly, Miss ASA, I'm not gonna lie. What do you mean by black some man? black men like us? No, oh, I'm not gonna okay, lie. Yeah. Some black men kind of like yeah. were. I don't want to say. Fetish. I don't want to say fetishizing, but like some black men were just like real overly excited. Like, oh, you from Sierra Leone? Oh, I heard about Sierra Leone. I'm like in the rap song uh, when they talk about the blood. Dive. I'm yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. I heard I'm that like, Kanye joint. They're like, oh, oh, you not? I'm like in my um, song that's coming sorry. out next week. <laughs> <laughs> Slide that in there real quick, but not nah, yeah. It was like, I mean, I didn't, I didn't care, but um, some that's how some women look at it though. It's like, oh, uh, I'm foreign, like I'm, I'm from here, like you know what I'm saying. You just black, like, and it's mm. like, but you know what's funny though? You take a black man, put him in Germany, that motherfucker oh. for a century. Oh, so here's my <laughs> and I just use it as a country, any country overseas. <laughs> yeah, name him. 
Native country. It, it is my right. thing. I've seen it with my own eyes. The Philippines. Like I'm not, y'all. I love my African people. Yeah. Like I love them to death. But like the ones that can't understand what it's like to live outside of what you know. Oh God, that's a thing. Cause I, I got mean, my follow up, but please. oh yeah, yeah, you got your follow up. You, oh, yeah, you, you would do it right now. Yeah, yeah I want yeah. 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 So that it was loaded. Right. I told you it was, it was. loaded. Yeah. yeah, it was a good question. My though. second was that um, you kind of touched us earlier, but I want to just dive a little bit deeper in this as far uh-huh. as mental health. You said African households, you felt somewhat comfortable living in that environment. Mm-hmm. Did that make you? When how did that affect your mental health when you walked outside of that environment? Um, I never wanted to go home. Mm-hmm. I actually. I used to tell people I'm going to my house. That's what I told people. I never said I'm going home. I would actually say, yeah, I'm going to my house because I didn't, that was not my, I never felt as like, I know my mom, she would probably cry here. (laughs) Words never spoken, right? I mean, but the thing is, it's like, I felt like I've, I've, I've voiced this in my household, but you know, things are just like kicked and just like, okay, whatever. But um yeah, my house was um I felt comfortable. I was always like we were financially stable, like you know what I'm saying. I never didn't I if I asked for something most of the time I got it. Like you know what I'm saying. It wasn't I, I didn't experience like a struggle. Like I I basically was like silver spoon fed. Like you know what I'm saying? So it's like I was always comfortable, but then there was always another part of me that's like I really hate it here. Like you know what I'm saying Like I And I couldn't Like for a while I was just like Why You Everything is here For you Like everything is here But What was lacking was love What was lacking was attention What was lacking was Conversation Um You weren't allowed to converse uh, Like That's why I asked you the question you, before Oh the About woman, Oh about a woman In the African American Oh home. yeah I mean um, in the African home I'm sorry It's just Like to converse is to argue like there is there is like you know what i'm saying like to converse is to to automatically be wrong so you you're not starting a conversation you're challenging authority exactly so you're not you're not conversing to come to an agreement you're conversing to stoop to a level where somebody else has already put you in so there's no learning taking place. Exactly. No understanding. Exactly. Just, I'm, right, I'm right there with you. Oh no, exactly. I get it. Yeah. I'm right. I'm right. Your your place. Place. Exactly. exactly. There it is right there. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's learning. Mm-hmm. You're gonna yeah. learn to stay in your place. Yep. What? <laughs> yeah. And that's just another part of that whole like conformity idea because I was always so outspoken. Mm. Like I was just like, I don't believe in that. I think what you're saying is actually very incorrect. Mm. Um and Would now you have made it growing up in the motherland? No, because <laughs> I feel like they're much. They, they the honesty act much though. more no. strict. The honesty, they, they would beat yeah. you. They will beat you till you bleed. Like there Even is for this honesty. Not yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like a you. You don't speak. You shut up and you damn. listen, and um, and that's like there's, and it's that's what I'm saying. Like it's so different for so many different African households. I feel like because I have family members that are freely doing what they please you know what i'm saying but i feel like back home at least from what my parents experienced my mother it's it's like a, a hierarchy almost it's like yeah. if you have an older sister that's your mom like you know what i'm saying like on top of your mom mm-hmm. if you had an old, old, older brother that's your father on top wow. like my my dad his siblings call him dad 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like wow. they, they that's call him dad. That's weird. Actually, wow. I know a Jamaican, yeah. crazy. I know a yeah. Jamaican man Ooh. who took his little sister and raised her as his daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it is. Like, um, and oh. the thing is, it's because that's how their fathers oh, make it in the house. So my dad, he he disciplined the other children. You know what I'm saying Because he was One of the older sons And his family Me and my older brother Scrap Yeah And that's the thing it's No like, cap it's so, And that's Natural. why Me and all my cousins Scrap It's so crazy Because no my It's The authority Is like Like the it, It's like generational Like Like mm. you You bring it to And he brought it to our house And he's just like Oh Mm. I don't know what you thought this was, but I'm in charge. Ignorance, you know is what bliss. I'm saying? It, sometimes, mm. but um, <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's it's so crazy because you can almost see, not almost, I see the mm. contrast in mm. my house. My mom, like I said, is from Freetown. Okay, mm. so my mom in college, she was like the, you know, I, I want to have a little bit of fun mm. type of person. And my dad was just like, oh, I'm I'm reading. I'm ready to get these A's. You know what I'm saying? But my mom, she was smart. She got her stuff together. And it's almost like my mom, she wants to be a little more lenient with us. You know what I'm saying? But my dad's like, what are you doing? You know? So it's like the contrast is like, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Before, like, exactly. And that's that's what I had to learn. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn for myself. Like, and it's so crazy because, like, even just talking about it, I'm like, even now to this day, I'm just like, Chanel, you really didn't have it that bad. Like you, <laughs> you sitting here hearing two other people's stories, like, and I'm just sitting over there like, I, just, I, I didn't experience nothing close. You know one thing about mental saying? health, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Go You're ahead. probably about yeah. to say something similar to what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. so it's that everybody has their um, everybody has their unique experience. Uh huh. Like mm-hmm. what you went through as far as mental health is not anything that all of us went through mm-hmm. like me it was thousands of miles away yeah. in a different country right. low key was you know in all sorts of cities in Maryland yeah. you relationships I'm, yeah yeah. and back and forth between That's crazy. Kansas City and, and Maryland yeah. living with my dad or living with my mom and grandparents aunt and uncle mm-hmm. but what, what I was gonna say too is that the thing about mental health is you can't compare like nobody can compare or should feel like like you shouldn't feel like just because yours wasn't Come, talk to him. what ours it was doesn't mean mm-hmm. it isn't as important mm-hmm. or didn't affect you as much mm-hmm. like your mental yes. health situ- like your past it can be just as a 10 on the scale as yes. mine is mm-hmm. yeah can I touch on that yeah. yes yeah go ahead I feel like I feel like it's all perspective. Yeah. Because, like, somebody bumping their toe versus somebody breaking their arm right. could be the, the same amount of pain for them. For Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For the individual. Yeah. Than the last man. But, hey, one man's trash is another man's treasure. You hear me? As they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm I just feel like it's just, for me, personally, like, growing up, it's like, it... I don't know like you talk to certain people and they go through so much and then like even you trying to input or say something they'll just quick to be like oh you don't get it I'm like okay like you know what I'm saying and it's like that's that's what I think some people start to experience because it's like 
I don't get what you're going through, mm. but I get it. But why should like, your you know pain be better than mine? I mean, and, that's, and, that's and it shouldn't be, but it's like, like it it's like you're be. almost like conditioned to be like. I agree. And pain exactly. is based. Everybody has a different tolerance of pain, too, yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. you don't have to have bullets flying past your head left right. and right yeah. to go through mental health. Like, yeah. whatever your situation is, you're going to base, yeah. like, your health, your tolerance is going to be off of that. Because mm-hmm. I can sit here and truthfully tell you, like, if it was me in your position, I've been getting beat. Mm-hmm. I'd have been getting beat. I wouldn't have been able to handle or to. As well as you did Maneuver Your household That's based off Your life experience Yeah based off Her situation Me if I was to put myself In her shoes But I wouldn't be So like The same way you Are telling me Or looking at me Like man I didn't have it that bad I didn't go through this That and the third Mm -hmm. I'm sitting over here Like I would never have made it As you in your household I didn't have it that bad you wasn't taught that though Exactly That's what I'm saying And to me it's like Being silenced Was like the beating for me Like you know what I'm saying Like That's deep Being silenced to me Was like I was silenced my whole life Until I got to college you know wow. what I'm saying? That's 18 years and of not talking. that to me but was... that's a exact, lot of people. Yeah, that's I know. Yeah. But that to me was like... Th- and that was my pain. So, like, that's how I try to... I feel like See, that's I wouldn't have been I able to handle that. Exactly. And, like, I think so it's... just as strong as any of the <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that made it to the Right. And that's why I appreciate that because what y'all said is so true. Like, everyone's pain is so different. Like, yes. you know what I'm saying? And, like... I just I love the thought of that yeah. like, You know just like Thinking about it Thinking about everyone's experiences 100%. Yeah Yeah, That's yeah. Right. Everybody's like that. pain is a 10 Yeah Facts no And you gotta think that way So yeah. that you can be there For the next yeah. Exactly Everybody's pain is a 10 You know what I'm saying Cause yeah. you don't wanna go into That's that's another thing that People that If you aren't an empath mm-hmm. Or if you aren't a giver You have to be conscious That The person that comes to you mm-hmm. You can't Hear what they're going through And because it's nothing to you Brush it off to them mm-hmm. That's why I never did that yeah. Ever in my life yeah. Anybody that comes to me with a problem I accept it with open arms Because right. I will never understand Yeah, mm-hmm. I will never understand What that feels like 100% You know what I'm saying Like even though Even though Shorty hit me with the Alright then do it You know what I'm saying Maybe she never Maybe she never felt that You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. But But it checked me, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's not that's not how you deal with all problems. Exactly. I just she just so happened to be lucky that I had tough skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I was even thinking <laughs> about that with you. Like, Real bro, I could have yeah. been going Cuz that's right what now. I was thinking. Yeah. Because you know to you cuz with you regurgitating that same thing to the next, who's to say that girl that you was talking to wasn't like, "Oh, sure. oh well, he doesn't care. Well, yeah. maybe I shouldn't either." Bang bang yeah. gone. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I would have been out of here, bro. Yeah. But because that's you wouldn't have been but able that's to how handle God that worked. either. You know what I'm that's saying? That's how the universe works. That's how God But works. um Yeah, that's dope. I, I really yeah. love this conversation on mental health and I love that we were able to have you here too to to bring it to us from an African perspective. Because yeah. oh, yeah. I don't care what 
The ASA said, <laughs> "You a real yeah. African." Yeah, yeah, that's it. Hey, oh, I know where. Can I can. Round of applause, round of applause. Hey, we love round of applause this studio. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you get you get that love. You know what I'm saying? Like you know yeah. your, you know where your parents from. You know right. what it is. Look, y'all, look. I, you know, and we all about to get dual citizenship in Ghana anyway. So. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna be able it. to go home? I'm gonna be able to go home too. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Guess what? Hey, here's my card. Yeah, where my house at? I am <laughs> Nigerian. You know what I'm saying? So it's not the, right. not my middle name is Nigerian. You know what I'm saying? From Ghana. Yeah. Crazy I want to do one of the DNA things and find out where I'm at, where my roots go back to. Yeah. Because no. I'd yeah. be interested in that. I, did, I don't um, know what tribe, though. I did Ancestry, but I heard 23andMe is probably better. 23andMe, and there's a. Uh, uh, um, I got to talk to, to, to E Money, E Money Boss, Top Hill Podcast. Shout out family over at Quality top, Touch top, Studios. Top, top, hey. top, top. Um, he did one, he did a DNA. And I think it was African ancestry that he did, and um, he got where he got his mom's side, so he knows exactly which like group of people in Africa his mom's side. He followed up with it back to. with like the questions and all that. Do you know I don't. Personally? Okay. I don't know. He it, okay. he has it on YouTube though. He has oh, really? he has a video out. It's oh, either okay. on YouTube or I think it's on YouTube and on his Instagram. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, e Money Boss. Um. Yeah, he did the African ancestry, deep. but twenty three and me. I want to do one of them. I want to find out where it takes where it takes me. You know what's yeah. funny about ancestry? Real crazy story. I'm going to even throw the camera back to me. <laughs> Is that so? I did it uh, probably about two years ago, and I was like, whatever. Every now and then I go just check it because it it, it, uh, it had like an update. Like mm-hmm. we actually find your DNA. Mm-hmm. So you find my DNA. So I went from like I found like family from like years ago, like a third cousin, whatnot. One day I, I refresh the screen, a name popped up. Said, "This is your first cousin." First, yeah. First, yeah. I was like, "What the? A first wow. cousin? <laughs> I know yeah. all my first cousins." Yeah, I'm like, right. "I know. I grew up right. all of them. What the Dude, f- you talking about? They was at the cookout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. All at the cookout. We all at that cookouts. Yeah. So come to find out, so I told my mom one night. I said, I called her up. I was like, "Mom, there's a first cousin here. The name is so and so." Does Amy sound familiar? And we start going through all the uh, the, the the brothers right. in the family. Mm-hmm. It's like you know what? One day your uncle did come in saying that um that he had twins, oh. but then but it's like but then he found out the the, the woman telling him this is back like the eighties that uh it actually wasn't his at all. So he was like, all right, it ain't mine. What not? It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uncle was in and out of jail too as well. It is what it is. Long story right. with it that. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I, I started, I, I started messaging him, and we got on the phone one day, and we started talking. And he said the same story. He said, "Yeah, it's me, and my twin brother. You know, we're uh, he's in Georgia right now, but I'm here, and I think he's from, I think he's from Wardorf too as well. But he's here, he's really? in the local area the whole time. Really? Yeah, what? I'm 32. Really? He's 33. What? And the whole time that we had all these fan reunions, all this um, the cookouts together. Yeah, he was only a year older than me. Wow, the whole entire time. Wow. So he actually came over um, my parents' house too as well. I got, I actually got to hit him up. I let him on the podcast, but um, we had a whole conversation. Remember this scene for Antoine Fisher? You ever yeah, see that movie? Yeah. Where uh, Derek Luke actually came came back and he saw his whole entire family's yep. hair that was right the street the whole time from my yep. uh, I, uh, Ohio. Yep. It was the same. He came over. We all had a uh, had a whole bunch of family over too as well. It was a it was a beautiful thing, but wow. but doing that just spitting in the bottle and sending it off, mm-hmm. and him doing the same thing yeah, a year yeah. later is the only reason that I even know we even know that he exists. That's Eventually, he met up with his father too as well, 
they had a conversation and whatnot and you know they have a relationship to this day wow so it's um it's the amazing yeah, yeah. that's crazy it's 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 why that's, that's crazy. It, honestly that's probably even 25 percent of the story that i'm right. telling this is for the yeah that's just uh yeah. that bridge yeah, version right. for, the right. for the podcast right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. we got the, the pr version yeah. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> i gotta hit him up i'd love to have him on the podcast Damn, that's yeah. crazy and yeah. you know, honestly what's, what's crazy about those situations is y'all probably the same person Oh, for sure. He's yeah. light skinned. He got dreads like you. Yeah, y'all probably, y'all probably the same person, bro. He, he got two kids too, as well. The this, same uh, personality, yeah. tendencies, everything. Probably so. Like, like he yeah. and me, him growing up, probably been we probably been favorite cousins yeah, on my mom's know, side. That's, yeah. that's how I feel about one of my. And cousins. shout out to yeah. my favorite cousin. You know what I'm saying, Brielle. She know who she is, right? But I love so my cousin. Well, you said her name now, so she definitely know she is. <laughs> I got too many cousins, y'all. Don't start that. I love my cousin. I don't want to start a war because, like, I love I love my cousin London just as much. Shout out London Marie. She a singer, y'all. Y'all gonna see her. Hello. She doing a thing out in Ohio. Oh, she I been seen on her radio, on your story. Like, every night. Yeah. Crazy. Feature. I seen she been, her. I seen oh, we we gonna work. Okay. We gonna work. All right. But she been doing her thing in Ohio. She in Cleveland. Uh, been on the radio almost every night for the past like month. Where her new track stay home. Like new track stay home. She so. toes? Nah, uh, this on my mom's side. So <laughs> okay. she she's a goins. She's uh, on my grandmother's in my grandmother's line. Okay. Um, she's actually my second cousin because it's my grandmother's brother. But we were all raised and grew up as first cousins. So that's the only way to do it. That, like, that's just what it is. Like, we we yeah. were all, we all family. first cousins. Yeah. So my yeah. sec my first cousin. Do I? I don't even know if I got a first cousin. Do I got first cousin? Oh, I do on my dad's side. Do I got first cousin on my mom's? Oh, well, I got. I consider them my niece and nephew. Oh my my aunt's kids, my aunt and uncle kids, like here local. Oh. I always I call them my niece and nephew because they're so much younger than me for so yeah. long. I forget they're my cousins. Yeah. So so I literally introduced them as my niece and nephew. That's sometime. how I am. I'm in I'm in the upper generation. Yeah. But I was raised with the lower generation, so mm. it's like, yeah. oh yeah, I get that bridge. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. That's I'm, dope, I'm, I'm supposed to be yeah. first cousin types. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm second to them. I'm their cousin. So. Right. I, I think that's the best way to go, man. I guess family is important. 100%. Uh, keeping the black family together is super important. Super important. I want to, uh, I just want to review a little bit from the podcast, though, okay. uh, to keep some thoughts on our minds, y'all. Like, mental health is important. Black mental health is important. Fear. Fear. You Fear. talk about that. Tell us, tell, give us that review. Fear. Listen to me. When I tell you that fear is everything that defeats a person, it's everything that defeats a person. Yeah. Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not lying to you. Fear like, success. Like mm-hmm. exactly. Like whatever you fear, walk towards it. And trust me, I know it's gonna be hard, bro. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be super hard. But I'm telling you, once you walk towards it and then realize it ain't nothing in that basement, you gonna be like, oh, why they ain't, why ain't coming to basement the whole time? That's you know what I'm I, I understood every Seriously reference to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like why, why, why didn't I walk towards the darkness? The light in the basement don't work, but you're still walking towards it. Why? Because fear is nothing, bro. Mm. It's the same thing going on that roller coaster. You get up to the top, yeah. and then when you get to the bottom, boom, everything happened. You get off it, you'd be like, "Let's oh, do it. Let's, Let's do, do it again." again. Exactly. Yeah. That's fear, bro. Yeah. That's literally fear. Let's do it again, cause you once you conquer it, it's nothing that can stop you. Chanel, I think out of everything I said, just because I was speaking on it, I mean not speaking on it, thinking about it so much, sitting, 
was um, my track and field reference. That's just because you know when you think something, and then when you say it out loud, and you're like. Yeah, that makes just as much sense as I said it in my head. Uh-huh. Yeah. Say that loud, Theory. Uh-huh. Yeah. That wall. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's like that wall. Fear is a part of that wall. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, I think that it's just important that when you don't have that coach or you don't have that extra person on the outside telling, like, pick your head up, mm. pick your body up, pick your feet up, you're almost there. Um, you have to be that coach for yourself in order to get there. So I think that that's like my biggest takeaway from what people should understand. And that, that just circles back around to mental health and you taking mm-hmm. care of yourself. I love it. You Ricky. Mm-hmm. First of all, once again, can I say, um, can I get a round of applause for uh, Austin getting this podcast off the ground, please? Oh, that is. Hey, if y'all realize it by now, we've been <laughs> That's my hey, 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 absolutely. We've been here for two hours. Yeah, right. But you know oh, what, though? Yeah, yeah. been two yeah. hours. But yeah. thing is that with well, the crazy thing, you have such great conversation. Yeah. And everybody telling the stories is that it doesn't feel like anything. Time yeah. is a construct. That's what I said. Right. We just like want nothing. to let it flow. You know exactly. Like nothing. We're it's flowing. It up, but we're going to let it flow. I would say that, um, as for me, is that, like what also said, too, as well. Um, it's important for you yourself as an individual to recognize when you're having an off day or a down day or something's not right with you with as far as you know yourself to be. And that's only for you really to understand that. And then when you recognize that I'm having an off day or a down day, that you reach out to your circle or even what I was saying, like just, I put out the bad signal, you know, I'm not, I'm depressed, this and the third just look for someone to talk to or reach out to you because that little bit of energy you get back mm-hmm. could be everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for everybody out there, you see anybody posting, you know, you know, even some, they say something like, hey, I'm bored. Like, that could be code for also too is that I'm kind of depressed right now. Like, yeah. I have no one really to talk to or anything going through. I'm stagnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you see those posts, this, uh, you ain't going to make mountains move just like, you know, a, a little post or this is something in the DMs real quick. Yeah. Just know that hey, I recognize it, I see that, I see. and that could be enough to save a life. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Facts. And that's yes, that's sir. that's all we want at the end of the day. Yes, sir. Yeah, 100%. just to live and make sure that we deal with mental health appropriately. All right, so I got a couple final thoughts that I would like to to express, and the first one is going to be kind of funny, but at the same time, I feel like it needs to be done. Uh oh. Can we normalize speaking to each other again as a community, especially a black community? Like, Mm. I grew up in the Midwest. Like, I can literally, I literally grew up with the families that lived on my great-grandparents' block. You know what I'm saying? Like, James and his sister lived to the right of my grandparents. Hello, shout out. You know what I'm saying? We love you. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, I forget my man's name, but he lived in the he lived in the back. He was he was a white dude. We love you too. They had a dude. pool. You know what I'm saying? We'd go over there, go swimming. He was the quarterback. We'd play football in the backyard. Yeah, family like, man. Bro, like we literally could drive. We drive down the street. People are walking. We wave. You know what I'm saying? Like we walking down the street, yeah. somebody on their porch. That's the neighborhood hey, I was you raised doing? in too. Exactly. We wave. You know what I I'm saying? You, you wave. wave. If you, yeah. even if, if you I spoke see you, to we wave. Yeah. yeah. Real you know quick. what I'm saying? Even if yeah. we don't talk, bro. The black community has gotten so splintered. We don't even talk no more. Even off of a hey, 
yeah. I don't like, mean to cut We you need off. to recognize each other again. But my man, I was just in the car just a couple of days ago. She, she can attest to this. We was in the car. I was sitting there, and he came up to me, and he shook my hand. And my neighbor, he was like, bruh, my homie just died. Mm. But he said it real comfortably. And I, I wanted to get into it, but I know that feeling. I didn't want to get into it too much. I just told him to be safe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Watch your back. Yeah. But just. But but that's what's yeah, needed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like but something that if, simple. If, if I didn't have that prior conversation with him, like about sports, whatever it was. Yeah. Then he wouldn't have never told me. He wouldn't have never been comfortable enough to yeah. tell me that his man just died. And you might have been one of the only people to accessible exactly. to him that could, that he could say that to Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know yes. what I'm saying? I, I was at a, I yes. cleaned the Pizza Hut window. Um, I cleaned windows. I cleaned the Pizza Hut window out in um, Ingleside Plaza in Alexandria. Um, it's a young black dude that was, that was the manager on duty. I've seen him a couple times before. Cleaned the windows, gave him his receipt, paid me. And... Um, after he paid me, I'm about to leave and walk out. He's like, hey, be safe out there. Something so little. I didn't even recognize it at first. Super little. I didn't even recognize it at first. And mm-hmm. then I stopped and I was like, like, I, 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 of course, said, hey, look, you too. Right. But then it wasn't until I walked out the door that I realized, man, we don't do that no more. Woo. Nope. We don't. And, and we, we know how do dangerous that no it is more. for us. We don't do that no more, bro. But we don't do that no more. We don't. And we need to get back to that. That's a problem. I want to say something too, as well, since we're on this topic too. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll put it all of us here. Um, One thing I do love, and maybe it's just me, I don't know, but even when I go out, I see another black man, I'll just say, hey, what's up? Yeah. Or get the universal nod. How you doing? Yeah, the universal nod. How you doing? Exactly. Yeah. I don't know him He don't know me yeah. Never seen him before Probably never will From Adam Exactly But yeah. I see him just Maybe all sorts of Ethnic groups out there This ain't no shot at anybody But as far wow. as The black community goes And we say that a lot here On both Your podcast My podcast Black like, community Because yeah. yep, yeah. it's important It's important yeah. that I, I see a black man out there I just yeah. Give him a head nod mm-hmm. That's it just, just something To know that Hey And it says a lot right there too yeah. As well Is that mm-hmm. We're here with you You're here with me We're gonna sound The bullshit going on But we got each other back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's enough said with just that yeah. little head nod, just like, hey, what's yeah. up? Like I went I went to the store, I went to Lowe's earlier. You today. good with me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you I saw, good with me, yeah, brother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, it. That's, it. That's, That's it. That's it. That's what it is. I see That's you, it. brother. And it's not an age thing. It's not a. Yeah. It's not a not a sexuality thing. That mm-hmm. I see another black man. I'm just just give him a head nod, yeah. give it back. Yeah. We just know it's an unwritten rule mm-hmm. much black Because I know you got the weight of your world on the shoulders because I do yeah. too. It should be a humanity rule though. Yeah. That's what I don't like. Like I should see a white widow lady and be like, what's good? Not, you know what I'm saying? But you know that what's good mean. Mm-hmm. Like, how you doing? You all right? And you give me the head nod back like, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, mm-hmm. go ahead and continue about your day. I'm going to continue about mine. At least I know that you good yeah. you know what I'm saying it's a I wellness like check exactly yeah. exactly that's exactly speak. what it is you know what I'm saying that's so yeah that, that to me is like one of the biggest things I think about all the time cause honestly like growing up in the Midwest when I came to the East Coast it's a it's a completely different lifestyle mm. like I and I've I grew up I spent a lot of time in both so I know how to handle my and I've been in parts of Maryland where it where you wave to your neighbors mm-hmm but more and more, and especially in Waldorf, even 
It's not like that for real. It's not mm-hmm. like that. It's bro. not like that. It's a lot of disconnect. It's not like and that. And I'm just not a fan of it. Yeah. Me neither. It's not a never fan. Yeah, I'm the type of person to say ain't hi to anybody. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. why but it's almost you? like exactly, exactly. Yeah. why shouldn't sure. I? You know what I'm yeah. saying? But then in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, that was kind of awkward. You know I don't know saying? how your you mama raised you, right? But like, <laughs> I'm gonna say hi. Like you, you looking speak. at me, I'm looking at you. I'm about to say hi, right? So yeah. it's like, <laughs> so why not? Right. And then my last point, I, I just want to read a quote because I know me. Like I, like I said, I don't reach out, I don't ask for help. But this quote resonated with me from uh, Lisa Oliveira. It says, "Just because no one else can heal or do your inner work for you." Doesn't mean you can, should, or need to do it alone. Woo. So shout out to this like that. Quote because you Woo. don't have to do it alone. Yes, you have to. You you have to heal yourself. Nobody can do that for you. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to. But you don't got to be alone when you yeah. do it. Definitely, you gotta have playing. a support. You need support. Mm-hmm. So please reach out to your support. If you need help reaching out to support or finding support, hit any of us up on this podcast. Check out Memo UMD. On Instagram yes, please. Uh, That's where you can definitely go to find your resources To yep. find support for uh, Supporting posts They even got a snickerdoodle recipe on the yes. page Boy, What the hell you got a snickerdoodle recipe Bro, yes, I was like what the hell You just now tell me this I think y'all understand Okay the founder is a foodie Alright <laughs> So, um, yeah, if y'all oh. want y'all mental health, you hey, know, cooking fixed. is good for your health, too. Though. Exactly. Cooking is good for the soul, too, as well. They make exactly. you feel good. I cooked exactly. the meal, I cooked meal <laughs> a couple yeah, weekends ago. Yeah, and also, like, communication, mm-hmm. like you were saying, it's like, um, I just started. I, we, oh, not nah, we, <laughs> we just started. Oh, we, to the team. right to the team, right. please. To the team. We hey. just started IGTV series where you know we talk about mental health and all the different communities that we're trying to represent. Yeah. And it's because we want to increase communication, like you were saying. Like, let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Why like, not? let's exactly. Why not talk about it? Let's talk about it. And I really appreciate you, like. Bringing that up Because like the platform I, I really wanted to Like I don't ever do something On a small scale okay, You know what I'm saying So you. if I do something Oh everybody gonna hear it yeah. Like yes it might hey. be a, It might be a little small Right now mm-hmm. But just give me some time uh-huh. Yeah it's gonna okay? be A year get, gonna Exactly get Give God, me you some sound time like B&Y Right <laughs> A year right. right Give me some time And it's like It's just great to have These platforms You know any platform Is a big platform I don't 100%. care what the platform is And I think it's just great That I had the opportunity To be here and talk about that I think I'm it's glad great you That you're shining too. out mm-hmm. I'm glad it's you great. did too Because your point of view it, it speaks to a lot of people That's going to watch Right That don't know it That's going to see this And they're going to be able To relate to you Yeah And it's going to be something That they needed to hear mm-hmm. Right uh, or, or encouragement Or Or Strength that right. they needed to get through their situation, or maybe just a just yours. a tiny idea. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just the, 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 the smallest need. motivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. That's all you it's need. gonna push it through. Mm-hmm. I agree, ladies and gentlemen. The words never spoken podcast Woo! episode one. Yes. Hey. <laughs> Hey, look, hey, look how good that logo look right there. Said B and Y, shining. The mic is gold. I'm trying to give me some plaques out here for a podcast. I'm trying to be like Joe Burrow. Never spoke. They, right. they don't talk about this.